the whole booking show. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have your GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. Who's ready to get toxic? Primetime <laughs> Travi T. What a surprise seeing you here. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this in the wrong order. Bad guy? I was wondering what would break first, your booking or your body? <laughs> Little fudge? Uh-huh. <laughs> and late night Keefy Keefe. Fuck you, Cody. Motor. Which Cody? Fuck you, Cody. Which one? You know which Cody one. Cody Gabe, babe? Not Rhodes. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're starting to do right, right I'm Cody. <laughs> Every Cody. I've been I've been on that fuck you Cody train for, for, for a while now. I don't know who said this, but hey, it's happy birthday to Thank you, Facebook user. <laughs> Cody Deaner from Impact. Hey, Facebook user <laughs> said, happy K-Fate. birthday to me. It's my birthday, everybody. <laughs> my birthday. All right. I don't know how many birthday hey, shows that we've birthday. had. A decent amount. Happy if it falls birthday. on a Monday or a Tuesday, it's going to be a bucket. It's going to be a birthday that we do a show on. Damone's yeah. giving this man a good it's present. A birthday. Disappointment. Oh, it was, oh. It was JJF. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, JJF. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey. Thanks, JJF. That's the guy that's always wrong in the fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get him started. Don't get him started. I was was just about to say, speaking of Cody and bad opinions. (laughs) Shout out to you, Jimmy, you dickhead, you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, this week we are going to continue on with the book at verse three. And it's Damone's uh, show. I don't know. I. The only one I remember, I'll be honest, is BBW. Of um, course, it's the GOAT. That's, that's the one you remember. That's <laughs> the one you remember. Day Massacre. You rated oh, my show no. the highest out of all of them. <laughs> you <laughs> don't remember it. I don't remember any other abbreviations. Because so, he was Hyder. <laughs> that's the only I'll way admit, to enjoy when that. I'm, when I'm tweeting out the post, uh, John's my favorite one to hashtag BBW because I see all the hashtags that come up when you type in hashtag BBW. And it's very interesting. <laughs> Just don't do right. that at work. <laughs> all right, Bone, tell us about your, the show you got going on this week. If you haven't listened to any other Book at First, I urge you to go back. At least listen to the beginning of this series. You could even go back, listen to the beginning of the first one where we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Or you go all the way back. I start with episode one. Um, and then let us know when you get caught up. We knew that. We just forgot. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get started with Damone. Let us tell us about. Uh, val- no, wait. What's your judgment, judgment Day? Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. So Toxic Championship Wrestling presents Judgment Day live from Houston, Texas. The theme song for the event is Walk With Me in Hell by Lamb of God. Um, so the theme of the the set of the theme is like half of it's heaven, half of it's hell, uh, with red and black every, on one like the hell part and white and gold on the um, the heaven part. You well, got that arena looking like Two Face from Batman. Very much, yeah. <laughs> it's the homage to Two Face thing. 
<laughs> didn't even think of that. Uh, so striker, <laughs> striker, Vampiro, and uh, Matt Striker, Vampiro, and Don West welcome us all to the show. Um, so we were going right into the first uh, build. So Tessa Blanchard, as announced in her interview, um, entered the Queen of the Mountain match and gets an automatic bid by virtue of being the last Evolve Women's Champion. Uh, Becca, or not Becca, um, Bianca Belair and Mickey James are also Ooh. given automatic bi- bids um, as they came as well because they came from the now defunct CBW and NSW as champions, respectively. Uh, Madison Rain, she beats Daphne to earn the spot in the match. Kaylee Ray uh, defeats Liv Morgan, and Casey Catanzaro wins the last chance battle royal to enter the the match. Um, after uh, Casey wins by eliminating Ronda Rousey, uh, David Arquette announces that on the Go Home Show there will be a six man, or sorry, six woman tag match between the competitors: Tessa Blanchard, Madison Rain, and Kaylee Ray on one team versus Mickey James. Casey Catanzaro and Bianca Belair. So the six man, ta- six woman tag match devolves into an all out brawl between the women. Um, Tessa ends up setting up the ladder and goes to climb it to symbolize her plan for the match, but she gets caught by Bianca, who hits a KOD. Um, Bianca gets kicked in the gut and hit with a gory bomb by Kaylee Ray, who is then hit by a chick kick by Mickey. Um, Madison then grabs Mickey and hits a rain check. Casey comes flying out of nowhere and hits a flying crossbody, taking out Rain. Casey is the only one left standing and climbs to the top of the ladder and sits atop of it, looking down at her competitors. Um, so that was on the go home show. So to the actual match itself. So we're gonna start off by explaining the rules of Qu- King of the. It's we. I'm just gonna precursor it. There's a King and a Queen of the uh, Mountain match on this card. Is it so, King and a Queen? <laughs> There's a, a king and, and a, a, a king and a queen of the uh, mountain match on this card. So the the rules are the same. So Goat for the queen type. of the for the queen of the mountain rules to be eligible, you have to grab to grab the title. You have to pin or make someone submit first. Yeah. Um. If there's if you are pinned or submitted, you enter the penalty box for five minutes. The first person to grab the title and bring it down wins. Um. Tessa is out. Goes. So what? many rules. That that last part. So you said you changed the the. I'd be damned if I get I changed, put yeah, in a okay, penalty did, box in the middle of a fight. <laughs> yeah, I did change one of the rules though for it. Instead of putting the title up, I you bring it down. I don't want. I don't like the idea of putting it up. You just bring it down. I, we're not gonna have any Samoa Joe incidents happening where people get handed titles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh... I love the convoluted rules of this match. I don't know why. It just has a place in my heart. I, I, was I like, hate the fuck rules. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much you just need a pinner submission, and then you can grab the title. Uh, so Tessa is out first. She's wearing gold and black gear. Um, Casey's out next wearing red and black. Kaylee Ray comes out wearing, like, a galaxy color, her galaxy color gear. Uh, Mickey James comes out in her um, black country gear. like So it's, like, a country um, outfit. And, she come out um, the hardcore country. Yep, she comes out the hardcore country as What's her theme Tessa song. coming out to. <laughs> I can't Morgan Wallen. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I don't fucking know. Uh, Madison Ray, just it's just Joe Rogan talking. <laughs> uh, Mark Madison, Wahlberg is hey, 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 we don't do that here. My Joe <laughs> Rogan is not racist over here. Don't do that. <laughs> Madison Ray comes. I, I forgot you had him. Uh, mm-hmm. Madison Ray comes out in powder blue gear. 
Uh, Bianca is wearing purple with the red kisses. Uh, so Ricardo Rodriguez introduces each competitor um, as as they raise the title over the ring. Um, the bell rings and it turns into complete chaos as like they pair up and they start um, throwing punches, throwing hands. So I'm just going to go over the spots. I'm not doing bell to bell for this match. Um, so Tessa hits a run, a jumping color, a jumping cutter what? on Kaylee Ray. I can't talk. Uh, what do you say? She has definitely not hit a jumping color. <laughs> cutter, cutter, cutter. <laughs> Bianca hits. Bianca hits a glam slam on Madison Rain. Uh, Madison Rain counters a clothesline attempt by Casey into a Northern Light suplex. Uh, Mickey hits a Luthez press on Tessa, then throws punches, then gets up and hypes up the crowd. Uh, Mickey goes for a, a Mickey Canrana on Bianca, but she, Bianca overpowers her and turns it into a powerbomb for a two count. Um, Casey hits a springboard missile drop kick on Tessa, sending her out of the ring. Uh, Kaylee Ray hits a tornado DDT on Casey. Uh, Tessa and Bianca clear the, the ring, um, throwing everyone out, throwing clear house throwing everyone out of the ring. Tessa and Bianca get into each other's faces and they start talking shit. Uh, Tessa pokes Bianca in the shoulder oh, no. and Bianca pushes her back before Tessa can get up. The other competitors get back in the ring and they like start brawling again. Uh, Mickey James goes for the mitt kick, but Madison rain ducks under gut kicks her and hits a rain check for a pinfall. One, two, three, and is now eligible. Mickey is put in the penalty box. Uh, Rain goes to the outside and grabs a ladder and sets it up and tries to climb up, but Bianca cuts her off at the top of the ladder and hits a delayed vertical suplex off the ladder. Casey Catanzaro then hits a 540 corkscrew senton on the laid-out Reigns for a, a three-count, and Casey is now eligible. Uh, Reigns is put into the penalty box. Mickey and Reigns are both in there now, and but they're both like visibly hurt. When they realize they're in there together, they begin to brawl and like just hitting the sh- kicking the shit out of each other, um, and kick each other. It's helpful. as the ref opens the. Um, I know what I wrote. Doesn't make any sense. I wrote it. Okay, so they're brawling, um, and at some point, um, like when it's time for Mickey to get out of the out of the. Penalty box, Reigns grabs the door and slams the door into Mickey's face, uh, busting her open, uh, pretty like really bad. So Bianca gets up and acknowledges, um, like in before, like right after the 540, um, senton, Bianca gets up and acknowledges how like impressive that 540 was. But at that moment, Tessa comes in with a chair and lays out Bianca and Casey. Uh, she then hits Casey with a Buzzsaw DDT, which is like the hammerlock DDT, onto the chair and pins Casey, who is then put into the penalty box. Reigns' time in the penalty box is over, and at this point, at this point, she makes it back into the competition. Uh, Tessa then sets up the ladder, sets the ladder back up, and begins to climb. Bianca is back up and climbs the opposite opposite side of the ladder. The two exchange punches, but Bianca gets the upper hand. Bianca manages to grab Tessa and slam her head into the top of the ladder. Bianca then sets up and hits a KOD off the ladder on Tessa, but Tessa manages to roll out of the ring before Bianca can make her way to the pin to become eligible. Um, Kaylee Ray comes out of nowhere and hits code red on Bianca, but only manages to get a two count. 
Uh, Reigns is now she's Reigns out of the penalty box. Medical personnel check on Mickey, who's busted open from the door and is like pouring blood, kind of like Joe, uh, like Joe Mercury was against the Hardys. Um, they rush her to the back for more medical attention. Uh, Rain slides in and throws or yeah throws Kaylee Ray out of the ring and goes after Mickey, who overpowers her and hits a KLD onto the ladder for a three count, and now. Um, Bianca is eligible. Reigns is put into back into the penalty box. Uh, Bianca sets up the ladder and is climbing when Casey springboards onto the ladder, much to Bianca's surprise. The two trade shots, but suddenly Tessa pushes the ladder over, sending both women crashing to the ground. Uh, Tessa sets then sets up sets up the ladder in the corner horizontally and Irish whips Casey into it hard. She tries to do the same to Bianca, but Bianca is too strong and manages to pull her in for a power slam. Uh, Kaylee Ray slides back into the ring and tries to pin Tessa, but Tessa kicks out. Uh, but Kaylee Ray super kicks her as she gets to her feet. Kaylee Ray climbs the top turnbuckle, but then decides to climb to the top of the penalty box um, and goes for a swanton bomb on Tessa, who manages the move at the very last seconds as the fans chant, holy shit, holy shit. Uh, Tessa then kicks her lifeless body out of the ring. Uh, Tessa begins to set up the ladder and uh, makes the climb, but sees Bianca getting back into the ring and jumps off the ladder and hits Magnum, which is a diving double knee face buster onto Bianca. Uh, We're informed that Mickie James uh, suffered several bone fractures in her face and will not be returning to the match. Uh, Reigns tries to slam the door on Casey, because Casey's trying to get, uh, supposed to be getting out of the, the penalty box. But uh, Reigns tries to slam the door in her face like she did with Mickey. But Casey avoids it and gets out of the penalty box. Case Reigns is furious, um, and because they're they at this point those two were in there together, and Rain, she tried to do the same thing she did to Mickey. But um, Casey gets out. Uh, Reigns is still stuck in there for two more minutes. Uh, Tessa makes her way back to her feet and starts setting up the ladder again. Tessa begins to make her climb, but Casey grabs her and manages to pull her down. Tessa manages to grab her by the hair and says, don't mess with me, little girl. But at the same time, um, Bianca comes in and she spears Tessa um, as both go through a ladder that was set up in the corner. So they like go through the ladder from the spear. Uh, Casey is the only person in the ring and rushes to grab a ladder as the crowd chants, KC, KC, KC. Um, Casey sets up the ladder, is getting the ladder set up as Madison is kicking the door of the penalty box, trying to break out to stop her. Um, as Casey makes her climb, the time runs out on the penalty box. Reigns runs out and climbs the other side of the ladder. The two are exchanging punches with Reigns seemingly getting the upper hand. Reigns tries to push her off, but Casey holds on for dear life and hits an enziguri as Reigns gets her fingertips on the title. This sends Reigns crashing to the floor. Casey manages to reach up, grab the title as the winner, and the first TCW Women's Champion. We pan around and we see the carnage of the match as Casey sits atop the ladder with her newly won title. That's it. That's the match. Can you rerun that ending for me again? Uh, Yeah, so Casey is the only one in the ring. Um... Madison Rain is in the penalty box. She man- she gets out like at the last second. Um, she brings her. She tr- climbs up the other side. They're fighting. 
Reigns looks like she has the advantage, tries to push her down, but Casey holds on. Um, Reigns like has hold of it, is about to like grab, has a hold of it, but Casey um hits an insecurity on her, and Reigns falls down to the ground. Casey grabs the title, and she's the first TCW Women's Champion. So I just don't know. I just don't know how good this Casey Catanzaro girl is. So. <laughs> <laughs> just curious, like, what was Casey? Did she have a match on your last show? No. What did she do, like, building up to this? Like, she, I know she did she, the go home show. You said she took out everyone and climbed the ladder, right? Before she won, she she won the last chance battle royal to get into the match. Because remember, this is like the company's only been around for a month, right? So I don't have a number yet, but I just want to point out that you kept saying rains. Instead of rain, and rain, I was very sorry. fucking confused. Rain. I thought Roman Reigns popped into this match. Fuck... Yeah, I didn't know who the fuck was it was for a minute, and I had to fucking like use my fucking noggin to figure this shit out. Um, <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> and we all know Travis don't use that much. Oh. Anybody gonna give me a number? I'll take the five. If you want to just give me the five? <laughs> I'm thinking to, on it. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Chewing. There was a yeah. lot. It was hard to follow. Yeah, that 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 was the, that was, bit, honestly but... that's why I took points off in my opinion. So but it might have been hard to follow. Probably hard to write. Well, then he shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna fault you for taking a chance like that. Like, is this hard to write? But right, it, it's hard it's to hard verbalize. To or yeah. Well, it's supposed the match to be, type, the match type is confusing already. Exactly, you took one of the most confusing match types hey, there is, I, I and decided well to do it, it through literature only. <laughs> I've done it. Made up visual confusing. I survived. Um, I'll go first with the with a number. Um, uh, I think you had a lot of good spots. I think uh, I do think the right person won. I feel like a Bianca push is pretty too obvious in Book It Verse. Everybody's done it. Um, and I feel like the Tessa push is a little too edgy, a little too toxic. I, I, uh, I honestly, I, I want to say because you're on that, you're on that. I think the wrong person won. Who, I agree. Who do you I believe. With, I agree with the, with the programming that was built up and the way that it it went on off of the show. I think Go ahead and say Tessa, it, Mike. I'll I think Tessa yep. should have won. Oh I my agree. god, Tessa she was almost pushed. Did. Tessa was pushed as a star, and I personally Travis, believe you ain't helping your case. <laughs> I personally believe you went back out and tried to go for a safe, safer option. I got others. Tessa's gonna be doing other stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry. I oh, she's gonna be committing head. some other crimes. Yeah, she's gonna be doing oh, other. Man. I just think the wrong person won. I strongly. I mean, maybe that's my personal real life bias coming. In. <laughs> uh, but I don't think Tessa should win jack shit. Uh, I do think she works as a great foil for a babyface to win. Um, I do think she was feuding with Bianca more than she was Katanzaro, but I think Katanzaro is a good choice. I wonder uh, why. <laughs> what? I wonder why what? Tessa was feuding oh. with Bianca more than <laughs> Oh, yeah, with both of the talking shit spot, I was like, you know what word she's saying. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to give this a 4.25. This was okay. pretty good, Ooh. not perfect, mm. hard to follow. But it had a lot going for it. That's high. Right. Well, it, it, this is where I come in. This is where I come in because I was about to do it when then John took over. Um, yeah, th this match was very, very confusing to follow. That's where a lot of my points got taken away from. I also feel like the wrong person won because I feel like you built up this 
this evil, disgusting person that we have to to hate on. And it's like all this build up, and it's like it feels like the build up was for nothing, in my opinion. Unless you probably got something planned later on, but for right now it just seems like well, okay, yeah, we'll I get it. Yeah. So so yeah, so mine is definitely mine's not a four point two five. Mine is actually a two point seven five. I'd like my, to hear someone else's took my coins <laughs> away. <laughs> right? <laughs> what did you give it? 2.75. Oof. Um, I didn't like I, I didn't think the match was I, the match was a little hard to follow, but that's again, I think that's a writing more of a writing thing than anything. Um I'm not going to take points off for that. I, I do think the wrong person won. But I'm gonna go three and a half. Okay. Keith, you wanna go next? Or you want me to go? Travis, you wanna go last or next? I'll go last. I'll go fine. next. I'll go next. So uh This feels weird getting that Keith. Feel, I, I agree it was hard to follow, but I feel like that's because Keith is what? delayed as a motherfucker. Yeah, he is delayed. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Just keep talking. <laughs> Uh, I was, I was gonna say I I feel like the wrong person won because I would have really expected you to do some really toxic shit with with Tessa somehow like screws over her other not anyone specific but the no. other talent in the match. No, someone specific. He wrote, that, he wrote the fucking angle, the guys. Like, just go with it. Now that I think about he it, did, Toxic Championship being the name Toxic Tessa would have been so much money. So I'm starting to agree uh, with them. I'm not going to take away my Tessa. point. I'm not going to take away any coins. But now that they're they're convincing me on their point, I'm in the minority on this for a reason. I think they're right. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go three. I should say minority around Tessa. I'm gonna go three dollars. <laughs> I feel like this was. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna go with the. Um, it was hard to follow. The wrong person won. I also think Casey Catanzaro is like a like she should be the the underdog babyface that's like keeps just missing her shot. I just, um, I just feel like that's just too typical to just have doing the the babyface who has to overcome the odds. That's I mean that's that's, that's a babyface. Yeah. Well, I get it, but <laughs> now it's real who has to overcome the odds. Right. Welcome now, to Toxic Championship Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't understand what you, like, you're, there's, I just, there's, there's, there's Tessa's the hero in this story, it's Toxic. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that either. Uh, there's just, only, there's only, like, seven kinds of stories, guys. Like, this is not like, we're gonna, you can't be that creative, like, <laughs> the end uh, of the day, it's the same story recycled all over again, like, um, yeah, I'm I'm with Kenny. I think I think a two point seven five is perfect. That's what I'm gonna give you. Okay. Uh okay, so we're gonna move on to match number two. So as we saw in the first episode of Reckoning, Pete Dunn defeated William Regal for the right to compete for the title, um, while Chris um the masterpiece Chris Masters was given the shot by general manager David Arquette. Uh, Masters shoved Dunn after down after his after Dunn had a match. And they had to be separated by security. The following week, Masters with Liv Morgan comes out. Um, and he says, I know I don't need any introduction. But I know you all have the memory of a goldfish. My name is the Masterpiece. Chris Masters. And last week I proved 
in less than a minute that pure strength beats technique every single time when I push that rat-faced minion Pete Dunn with ease. Minion? Might makes right. <laughs> he, he, I, I really hope that Chris Masters is posting memes of, like, fucking minions with Pete Dunn's face. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Guys like Dunn, they need to go and learn a million different submissions. Not me. I only need one. The Master Lock. Pete, I am the perfect man. Leonardo da Vinci himself couldn't have sculpted a more perfect example of the human body. Live, unlike all of you fat, disgusting idiots, appreciates a masterpiece. Liv then has a mic and she says, you all might be wondering what a girl like me who is doing with a Adonis like Chris Masters. Well, they say opposites attract and it does and it doesn't hurt that he has the perfect body. Um, he says as she says that he like flexes and he like does the peck thing he does. Ugh. <laughs> do that again. Do that again. You look more like ODB doing that. You're not going under two and a half just for doing that. For and all, that's and what gets you heard, off, little titty flip. And all I've heard Noted. since all I've heard since hey, last week. Hey, that's all it takes, Mike. I'll show a nipple on live. It doesn't get me off. It gets me started. Every time. Oh, he's like, I'm gonna give you a two. All right, four. <laughs> Uh, and all I've heard since last week is, Liv, why, Liv, why? Why are you with Chris Masters? What What did you think just because I like video games, I'd end up with an overweight, mouth-breathing neckbeard? Nah. Chris is the perfect man in every single way. Liv continues, Pete, I knew you grew up in the mean streets of Birmingham, England, and had to fight every day from... For, or for food, there. water, the clothes on your back. But this is a whole nother fight you were going to have at Judgment Day. Chris then says he wants to give Pete a preview of what's going to happen to him at Judgment Day. P- Chris says, welcome to the first of many Master Lock challenges in TCW. If anyone can break my Master Lock, you will win $10,000. Uh, and he says, bring him out. And out comes Norman Smiley. Chris has the referee sit Norman into a chair. And when the ref gets ready, he locks in the master lock, which Smiley pretty much immediately taps out to. Um, Norman or Chris doesn't let go and Norman passes out. And Chris just chucks him to the side as and does like the kiss me on the cheek as Liv kisses um, Chris on the cheek. I just I want to say now uh, the wrong person already lost. Or the one the wrong person already won. I'm out. Dub. Norman Smiley <laughs> should be pushed. He's here. Uh, He's here. Uh <laughs> then, then, <laughs> call back. That's a call that's a really long callback. Uh, <laughs> uh the next week we get another Master Life challenge with Yoshi Tatsu coming out to try and cash in. Yuck. But he's un- but he's unsuccessful yes. and gets and get and he passes out too. Uh, Chris says, "Done. This is your future. I am leaving as the pure champion, and there's nothing you or anybody can do about it." Uh, Master then locks the master lock cha- the master lock back in on Yats- uh, Yoshi, um, causing Dunn to come out, and he makes the save. 
The following week, we see Dunn in the ring. Dunn says, Chris, I get you're scared. Scared that only having 4% body fat isn't enough. That all the muscles in the world mean nothing. That you're just a scared little kid. You got all these muscles to hide your insecurities, and now you bully people just like you did as a kid in school. You were scared that everyone will see who you are when I beat you, Chris. Nothing more than a schoolyard bully. At Judgment Day, Chris, you will go one-on-one with the bruiser weight for the pure championship, and I plan on breaking every single finger of yours, so I would come up with a plan B. Mm. Uh, Chris's music hits, and he says, Oh, you mean plan B like your mother should have used? Pete Dunn, you don't get it, do you? Bars. It's impossible for you to win against me. First off, you're just too short and small to hang with a six foot four, 265 pound god. But I'm feeling generous tonight, and I'm willing <laughs> to, instead of bringing out another person tonight, to let you take on the Master Lock <clears throat> Challenge. Um, D- Dunn at first is like, I don't know if I want to do it, but then he agrees. Um, so they set up the Master Lock Challenge. Masters locks it in, and it appears Dunn is fading, but he like kind of powers up and is starting to break the break free. But Masters, to avoid losing, he just low blows Dunn from behind. So like he has him in the lock, and he just sticks his leg, like low blows him or kicks him in the nuts essentially. Um, Dunn is down to a knee, and Masters just starts brutalizing him, and he locks in the Master Lock again. Dunn passes out, but Masters isn't letting go to the point um, like the referees have to come out to break it up. Um, security comes up and they break it up, and Masters finally lets go of the hold, hold, and he flexes as we as it goes to commercial. Um, that was on, that part was on the go home show. Uh, so to the match itself, uh, Pete is out first, wearing a black and red singlet with the fur jacket. Um, out next is Chris Adonis, who's wearing um, black and blue trunks, with Liv wearing a black and blue leather outfit. Uh, Ricardo announces both competitors, and that the contest, the following contest is for the TCW Pure Championship. The bell rings, and Pete Dunne comes firing out of the corner and backs Masters into his corner uh, with, with shots to the head, but Masters pushes him back and then hits a Polish hammer. Um, I'll show you a Polish hammer. Um, Masters, <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> He's just showing struck mid show. <laughs> On the moan. Yeah, that was my first choice anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Masters begins to work on the head and neck of Dunn. Uh, Masters hits a gorilla press slam, then stands on his chest and flexes for a two count. Uh, Masters goes for a clothesline, but Dunn ducks under and hits a step up Enziguri. Uh, Dunn manipulates Master's fingers and stomps on his hand to try and prevent him from being able to lock in the Master Lock. Uh, Dunn hits a super kick and goes for the pin, but Master's powers out. I don't think I said this, but this is just the spots, not like bell for bell. Um, Dunn tries to lock in a Kimura, but Master uses his strength to overpower him and hits a spine buster. Dunn gets his foot on the rope at the last second. Um, Master's pulls him into the... Uh, and that uh, puts Dunn down to two ring, be- two ring breaks. 
Uh, Masters pulls him back into the middle of the ring, and he puts his boot on his neck while flexing, then stomps on his head and neck area. Uh, Masters goes to lock in the master lock, but Dunn counters and locks in a heel hook. Masters has to crawl to the bottom rope to break the hold, so both men are now down to two ring breaks. Um, Dunn hits a snap release German suplex for a two count. Um, Dunn goes for the... goes to the top rope and goes for a moonsault, a moonsault plan, plancha, but Masters count, catches him and transitions into a delayed vertical suplex for a two count. Uh, Master, Irish, Masters um, Irish whips Dunn and goes for a clothesline, um, but Dunn ducks under and hits a super kick and then the clothesline over the top rope, sending uh, Chris to the apron. Dunn then hits a sling sl- slingshot DDT on the apron. Uh, so th- to the finish, Dunn and Masters are both exhaust- exhausted um, and are trading, blo- are trading blows as they make their way to their feet after they both hit a, like, a clothesline at the same time um, on each other. Uh, Dunn is getting the better of it, and he makes his way to his feet first. He bounces off the ropes and goes for a step of Enziguri, but Masters catches his leg and lifts Dunn into the air into a press position, and it hits a Samoan drop, but instead of going for the pin, immediately locks in the master lock. Dunn is struggling to get out and is almost almost makes it to the like ropes, but Liv gets up on the apron and distracts the referee. Um, Dunn does make it to the ropes, but the referee doesn't see it because he's dealing with Liv. Um, and Masters uses his strength to pull him back into the middle of the ring. Um, we see the strain in both men is like you can see that Masters is like really locked it in. Um, Dunn is struggling to get out, uh, but eventually the master lock proves to be too much, and Dunn passes out from the pain with the rope ref doing the, the arms check three times, goes down for the third time with no response. So the winner in the first ever TCW pure champion is the masterpiece, Chris Masters. That's the end of the match. All right. Okay. All right, I'm going to straight up, I'm going to give you a five. I didn't find any issues with it. Thank you, I sir. think the right person won with the way you set it up. Um, so, yeah, five. Uh, I'll go next. I <clears throat> I agree. That was that was pretty great. I like the pairing. Um, I really like the pairing of Chris Masters with Liv Morgan. I think I said that in the See, last show. I hated show. that last go-around. I think it I think it plays. I think that the right guy won in the right way. So I'm gonna go five. I'm still calculating my score. <laughs> Can you I thought I was next? delayed. <laughs> okay. Um I th- I don't know. Um I'm kinda I got mixed feelings about it. The uh, I don't really like the promos for okay. the Chris Masters segment. That's just me. I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling that. Okay. But the um, I, and I don't. And other thing is, I don't know about him passing out from the master. Lock. I don't know. I I don't like that. I, I don't the whole like thing of the master lock is that you pass out. It's a submission hold. It's the it's, I know, but Bobby I thought Lashley's whole shtick right. Well, and it's better than like tapping out. I I prefer I, I feel like with that one I feel like you should tap out in my opinion that's just me. Uh, I I I will say that yeah Bobby Lashley and Chris Masters have both had multiple opponents pass out to that. 
I know. I just, I still don't like it though. But that's just me. Like, <laughs> I feel you. I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I feel like I don't think Fur Free should be tapping out if it's like a sleeper hold. That's not really a sleeper. It's just like ah, oh, this shit hurts. Let me tap out. Stone I feel like Stone Cold passed out to the fucking sharpshooter. I know, and I, I thought that yeah, was the I'm most over he's ever been. Yeah, I know. I thought that was dumb as hell too. But that's just me. you know you um, can pass out from pain, right? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I don't Only know. if you get hit by it the was, end of days. Was, in, in wrestling, hey, we're putting Kenny in the master lock at John's wedding and seeing if he passes out. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Let you know right now. I'd say, if being realistic, you're not going to pass out from a full Nelson. But yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. From a full Nelson, you're not going to pass out. That's just. But also, know. being realistic, we're not going to do fucking 450s in the middle of a fight. So, how realistic can we be? I mean, uh, you I don't might know about you. <laughs> I'm hitting the crunch wrap. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right, so that so I think with those, because I feel like with like I've always said, I feel like unless it's a sleeper or like a guillotine, then you shouldn't be tapping or you shouldn't be falling asleep from it. That's so I'm gonna go from saying. I'm gonna go with a uh, solid four. That's where I'm at. Okay. What if I he's just like, rocking him to sleep like a baby? He's just rocking <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, that at least that would make a little more sense if he was like singing to him. <laughs> he's just, like, he's, he's just whispering in his ear. Now you need, now oh, you know you, what you need to do with um, your rock band. Have them have that be their finisher, the lullaby. <laughs> I knew I would be somewhere between the crowd and Kenny on this because I agreed with one of his points and not the other. Uh, I didn't agree with his master lock point, but I did agree that the promos weren't very good. Uh, I think there was a lot of like uh, Mike isms. Sorry, Mike. He, he you kind of you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, so whenever whenever Mike does write a bad promo. Uh, it's hard to describe, but they're... Mike writes good. Who the fuck are you talking about? Fans, <laughs> 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 down, John. Don't, don't pussyfoot around now. Well, say what you gotta say. Say what you gotta say. the term Mike. Mike. Yeah, say what, say what the fuck you gotta say, my guy. Say with your whole chest. I'm saying right it. Y'all ain't letting me, motherfucker. <laughs> so, we gotta build it up. <laughs> when, Mike, when Mike does cut a bad pro, which isn't all the time, but when he which does, is never. he has this way of going about it. Talk about shit, Mike. <laughs> and I ain't Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the one talking the shit. No, I'm just no, coming Mike after said, Mike, Mike on his never, birthday. Never I, I, I write for Mike, John. I write for Mike. I write for Mike too, but I'm saying the fuck out of here. obviously not. No, nah, you said Mike isms. Mike, yeah, right? I, I still gave a show like at a total of a four. Like John's just up. mad that we didn't make Damone do the do the accent like we made uh, him what, do the accent. What? What? <laughs> I don't understand what he what. He Let him finish. We keep talking about them. Okay, wait. Whenever Mike has a bad promo, it sounds like a decom conflict where he's like, "You want a piece of me or some shit like that?" Like that's what Damone's <laughs> promos kind of sound like. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this a four and a half. Okay, I'll take it. So he says, "Like I'm a kid." Wait, can you give it? I gave it a four. Oh wow! All right, Courtney. All right, I'm the hater. Um, so I just want to say you can't, you shouldn't be toxic championship wrestling anymore. It should be CMW com- convoluted match wrestling because you bring <laughs> on the most convoluted fucking match types of all time. Uh, uh, I don't know who Pete Dunn is. We want Butch. <laughs> I, I hate uh, that. The only thing you look like Butch. <laughs> You're one to talk. <laughs> look at you right now. I look like a bunch. <laughs> you, you look like one of the young bucks right now. <laughs> bucks younger bucks. My ass. We'll call you younger buck. <laughs> I'm uh, Generation I. <laughs> ew. Ew. Um, I, I did. I love Chris. Ca- Chris Masters' character 
and the character work he he used um despite his great character though i do think the story was weak i think that pete dunn and Liv morgan brought it down severely um i hated Liv morgan's promo and i hate Liv morgan and chris masters together i like the idea of him having a valet i hate that it's Liv morgan dub um I wanted Brock to come out to tap to the master lock challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the journeyman jobber. He's in, he's in, he does lose a match. <laughs> um, I did not like the plan B line from Chris Masters. Oh, that that shit yeah, was that, nasty. Yeah, that was bad. Actually, take off five cents for that. <laughs> that was the main thing I thought of too. When I thought of bad. It didn't fit. It didn't fit his fucking his thing. Did you hear John Kenny? I said take off a nickel. So four forty five. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, the right guy did win, so I'm I'm I don't know how they got you at fives and fours. To be honest with you, I'm gonna give you a three point two five. Travis the hater is always. By the, by <laughs> I mean, way, I, just don't, I don't see all these good things that they saw, but you never do. Honestly, the way, I was sitting between the consensus. If you had gone before uh, I did, I may have had lower, but I, like I was like, I knew I agreed with like half of Kenny's criticism, so I was like, okay, I gotta be reasonable. Yeah. But I would be honest. I thought that match was gonna do way worse. I that was the match I was most confident in <laughs> at all. Is that the one you thought I would hate? No, it's a oh, it's okay. not a it's a match itself. It's a segment. Oh, um. Right. So wait, wait, wait. This, this is what? This, this is pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. just it's just like a short segment. It's not like anything. okay. Okay. I was gonna, yeah, never mind. Never mind. There's Go only on. like two. I mean, WrestleMania is about to have the fucking KO show on it. So right. True. You true. got ads. Yeah. True. I I don't know why I was forgot that they fucking do yeah. segments for reviews for like half a second. Yeah. Damone, do you have ads? I don't. I did not write it. Oh, ads. fucking damn it. I, really, <laughs> I already wrote so much. I was not. You're going to get not, point I, fucking fives every time y'all put an ad in your show. You're going to get five every time you put a good <laughs> ad in. I, I feel, I feel like if it's creative, I feel like you should give right. me something. Point five. I feel I feel like, like, yeah. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. If I enjoy it, I'll give you more than a point five. I honestly don't think. That shows true. how much I've not enjoyed all of them so far. This because Travis is a bona fide hater. Travis is on a run, uh, fast track to hater of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Again, because he, he knows he can, if he can pull our scores down. Oh my god! Then he can win. <laughs> I didn't even. I got fucking literally certified mid last time. I was smack dab in the fucking middle. <laughs> That's anyway, how you do it without being a, we got, without we got being, a long show to get to. He was so. pretty reasonable for me. I got to give him that. All right. So, go like, <laughs> okay. So. On the first episode of Reckoning, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns uh, challenged the fallen messiahs, who, if you remember, are Seth Rollins and Christopher Daniels at Judgment Day. Um, so the fallen angels, or not angels, the fallen messiahs, they were presented with the titles, but Motor City Machine Guns interrupted the ceremony. Uh, the following week, the Motor City Machine Guns are back at the factory and decide that even though they... They have to wait for the pay-per-view to have their title shot. They still want to compete for their hometown fans. So general manager Arquette sets up a match between Motor City Machine Guns and the Hollies. So Crash and Hardcore Holly. Um, Mid-match. Yeah. Uh, Mid-match. The Fallen Messiahs come out and they join commentary. Commentary. It's a hard-fought match, but the Motor City Machine Guns win after hitting Made in Detroit on Crash for the win. After the match, Seth and, Mo- and Daniels mockingly applaud the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, Seth grabs the mic and says that they are so proud of them, and they 
uh, and that they're that they get to, they got to at least get one win while they're here in TCW because at Judgment Day, Judgment Day, just like the Detroit Economy, the Motor City Machine Guns tag team dreams in TCW will be dead. Um, as Arena Bulls come down from um, the arena from the crowd. The following week, the Motor City Machine Guns are getting interviewed and talking about how much they love Detroit. And while it isn't the most glamorous city in the world, um, it's on the come up. And no matter what happens, Detroit will always be ready for a fight. Um, they plan to bring the championships back to the city. Uh, Seth and Daniel show up and they get they talk, start talking trash about Detroit for being poor, smelly, and full of lead. Uh, Daniels tells them... They must have eaten a lot of lead paint as kids if they think they're going to have a chance at beating them. Uh, Shelly then says that since you're so confident, why don't we have a one-on-one match right now? So Seth and uh, Alex Shelley have a one-on-one match. Rollins originally disagrees. He challenges Rollins to a match. Rollins originally disagrees, but eventually um, general, the general manager, uh, Arquette, comes out and he makes the match. Um, the match is made and it's like a back and forth contest. But when Seth's in trouble, like he's going to lose, Daniels gets in the ring and he attacks Shelly, causing Saban to also get in the ring and the ref calls for the DQ. Uh, but neither of the tag teams care. Shelly is about to go for sliced bread, but Daniels low blows him. Seth is able to overwhelm Saban, who he throws into the barricade. Seth and Daniels overwhelm Shelly. Seth climbs to the middle rope and they hit broken wings, which is a um, so it's Daniel's doing the angel wings as Seth comes down with a stomp. Um, Sabin makes his way back into the ring and tries to fight them off, but it's two on one, so we can't. And he gets hit with a broken wings as well. Um, they grab Seth and Daniels, grab the title, and they yell at Motor City Machine Guns that they're gonna um end their hopes and dreams at Judgment Day, and they'll be just like this dump of a city. Um, the following week, Rollins and Daniels come out, and they show a replay of their beatdown of Motor City Machine Guns. Seth says, the vision is clear. The fallen messiahs will walk in as champions and walk out still your TCW tag team champions. The Motor City Machine Guns music comes or hits, uh, and Rollins and Daniels prepare for them to come from the ramp. The Motor City Machine Guns actually come through the crowd, hop the barricade, and get into the ring, and the two brawl, or two teams brawl, but this time the Motor City Machine Guns get the upper hand. Seth gets thrown out of the ring. The Motor City Machine Guns, they grab Daniels, and they put him in position for Click Click Boom, which is a power bomb by Saban, while um, Shelly does a double knee backbreaker. Um, Seth gets up and he acts like he's going to get into the back into the ring to break it up, but he backs off as the Motor City Machine Guns hit click, 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 boom, as the crowd cheers. The Motor City Machine Guns grab the titles and raise them above their heads. Seth walks back, um, like backwards, talking trash and screaming at them to put those down. Um, so for the match itself, the Motor City Machine Guns come out first wearing matching black and red pants and leather jackets. The Fallen Messiahs come out next with Seth wearing the black leather jacket with fur around the collar with black and white gear. Daniels is wearing black pants with white, with white trim and a black trench coat. Um, the bell rings and Seth and Saban start the match. 
Um, and this is just going to be spots again, not bell for bell. Uh, Seth hits a belly the belly suplex, um, lifts and twists into a reverse STO on Shelly. Seth tags in Sabin or Daniels and hits a snap suplex on Shelly. And Daniels hits a top rope drop kick, followed by a pin. Shelly kicks out. Shelly ducks under a clothesline and hits a flying thrust kick, then drags Daniels to his corner. Shelly tags in Alex, and they hit a dream sequence, which is the inverted atomic drop by Shelly, followed by a running drop kick to the knees by Sabin, followed by an inverted STF by Shelly, uh, followed by a running drop kick to the face um, by Sabin. Seth gets in the ring and he breaks up the pin. Uh, Saban ring Irish whips Seth and hits a Hurricane Rana, f- followed by a springboard tornado DDT. Saban has Seth in the corner and hits mo- hits him with multiple chops, then sends him into a seated position and hits a hesitation drop kick. Seth ra- rakes um, Saban's eyes and hits a pendulum backbreaker. Seth tags in Daniels, who Irish whips Seth, and hits a calf kick, followed by a blue thunder bomb on Saban. Saban kicks out at two and a half. Daniels hits an Arabian press to the back of Saban as they begin to work Saban's back. Um, Seth gets tagged back into the ring. Daniels hits a northern light suplex, followed by a springboard moonsault by Seth for a two count. Seth hits a small package driver into a pin, but Shelly breaks up the pin. Seth lifts. Saban up for a buckle bomb, but Saban slips down from his back and hits a Pele kick. Uh, both men are down. Saban almost makes it to the corner, or, or to the corner to Shelly, um, but Daniels pulls him back, or pulls uh, Shelly down and throws him into the barricade so there's no one for him to tag. Seth tags in Saban or Daniels, uh, who hits a spicy drop, which is the uh, Argentine face breaker. Um, and then goes for a pin, but Shelly kicks out. Seth hits a falcon arrow on Shelly. Uh, Seth goes for a frog splash, but Shelly moves at the very last second. He makes his way to the t- corner for the hot tag, and Seth makes it back to Daniels. Saban comes out of the corner hot and hits a drop kick on Daniels, followed by a total whirl at scissors takedown. Seth tries to attack as well, but Saban ducks under and hits a dragon suplex on Seth. Seth and Daniels are on the outside trying to gather themselves after getting clothesline out of the ring when Saban goes over the top with a leap of faith and then takes out or and takes out both to the chair of the crowds. Um, Saban throws Daniels back into the ring and they hit Thunder Express, which is an inverted sit-outside power slam by Shelly with a running cutter by Saban. And they go for the pin, but Seth breaks up the pin like barely. Uh, Christopher Daniels counters a suplex attempt by Saban and hits a last rights, but only gets a two count. Seth ends up in the tree of woe in the corner. Motor City Machine Guns hit bullet point, which is a baseball slide by Shelly, followed by a hesitation drop kick by Saban. Seth hits a running shooting star press, followed by Daniels hitting BME to the back of Daniels. Shelly breaks up the pin, but as the ref is getting him back into the corner, Saban and Daniels double team Saban again, and they hit Evil Eye, which is the uh, grand ampli- which is grand amplitude. Um, Seth goes for the pin, but Saban like barely kicks out at like two point nine. Uh, Shelly counters Seth and hits it came from Japan, which is a cross arm scoop pop- brain buster. Um, then tags in Shelly. They hit skull and and bones, but Daniels breaks up the pin. 
So all four men are in the ring as the ref tries to um, break it down back to the two legal men. Um, Shelly Irish whips Daniels and drop kicks him. Daniels falls out of the ring. Um, he follows him to the outside, and the two men are fighting out there. So uh, to the finish, the Seth and Saban are the two left in the ring. Um, they're the two legal men. They're trading blows. Saban gets the upper hand, dropping Seth to a knee. Saban go, or bounces off the ropes and hits a shining wizard and goes for the pin. Seth kicks out at two and a half. Saban picks up Seth, who rakes Saban's eyes. Meanwhile, on the outside, Daniels counters an Irish whip attempt by Shelly and sends him into the steel steps hard. Seth then kicks out Saban's knee and super kicks him. He grabs him and takes him to the corner and tags in Daniels. Uh, Daniels grabs Saban and Seth gets to the top rope and they hit a broken wing or hit broken wings for the one, two, three. Your winners and still TCW tag team champions, the fallen messiahs. What's the broken wings? It's a, well, it's a, um, what is it? It's a, so, you know, that Christopher Daniels, the angels wings where like yeah. he hooks the arm and then lifts them up. Um, and it's Seth coming off like the top middle rope and stomping them at the same time. Okay. Like, so it's gotcha. like, a, it's the combination. Gotcha. I'm going to go with a, just a solid four. I'd okay. like the there was a good match. I think the build was kind of like, eh. Okay. But I think the match saved saved it for real. And that's and that's where I'm at with that. So I'm going solid four. Okay. I'll go next. Um I my problem with this is that like Kenny was definitely right about a good match. I wasn't very entertained by the build. I feel like Everything, the previous two matches had something that at least made it special. Well, I feel like this build was just there to be there. Um, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this $3.30. I couldn't go down to two five, but I couldn't go up to 50. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll Uh, take my nickels. I agree with John entirely. Um, but I don't want to be the hater of this, like I've been supposed to be, so I'll give you three dollars and thirty-one cents. Say so like not be the hater today. <laughs> hey, we're the contenders for hater of the year, but Kenny's hanging on by a thread. Y'all hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I see what you'd be doing to my shows. <laughs> it's just Mike and Keith, right? Left. Yeah, I'm giving you a four. Okay. Yeah, I agree. It was a little bit. I don't know. I'm needing some toxicity from this. Like I have, like it's giving you give me a little toxic. But it's toxic, about to get bad. Okay, good. <laughs> now that's what I fucking want. The moment giving us this no seasoning. <laughs> Better dump on yeah. the old bay. I'll go. I'll go. This was an intense match. They had a lot. Of, it felt like a tornado tag. I'll go three fifty for it. Okay. I think I think it could get better. I think this tag team division could get better. Okay. It it might need some cowboy shit. Oh god! The fucking dirty fort coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what spoon, it is. Damn it. <laughs> Put some respect on it. 
Uh, so yeah. the the next match we get is so we're gonna go into the build for the next match. So the week after the first episode of Reckoning, we're given an update on Terry Funk's condition. Um, Funk required a skin graft to repair like his back from like having part yeah. of his skin ripped off. Um, it's announced that at Judgment Day, Funk will get a rematch a shot at the Death Championship due to the mm-hmm. controversial way that Finn Balor entered the Royal Rumble or the Battle Rumble Battle Royal. Sorry, the Battle Rumble. Battle Rumble. Yes. <laughs> my, brain, my brain wanted to say Royal Rumble, but it's not the Royal Rumble. The Battle Rumble uh, or Summerfest. Uh, Superland. Finn, Finn is the champion. We'll get to choose the match type. Uh, the commentators mentioned that no one has heard anything from Finn since he won the title. Um, so uh, that week goes by. Finn comes out to the ring wearing like the full demon paint. Um, and like a, le- a leather jacket, and he has the death title on his shoulder. Um, they there's a replay of the end of the barbed wire battle royal as Finn sits in a chair in the middle of the ring with the lights dim and the spotlight on him. Uh, one second. So, good evening for those of you who are uninitiated. I am the death demon, Finn. Balor, your TCW death champion. You see, death, death is the only guarantee in life. Death is undefeated. Well, it was undefeated. You see, this championship, it isn't just a toy or a piece of leather. No, no, this championship symbolizes much more. It symbolizes overcoming death. And that's what I've done. We've, I'm sorry, that's what we've done. We've conquered death. And as long as we have this champion on our shoulder, championship on our shoulder, we are invincible. And we don't plan to give up this power ever. But if that day ever comes. Hold on, I lost my spot. Okay, um, but if there's anyone in the back that wants to try and take this from me, you better be re- re- willing and ready to lay down your life in the ring because I sure as hell am. And what a glorious death it would be. I can almost taste it. Man about to get sent off to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Terry... I know you're watching from your hospital bed, but I want you to lean in real close and turn the telly up just a little. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you say this motherfucker? Say he's telly. Irish. Yeah, he's <laughs> Irish. He's in demon form saying this, right? Yes. Ain't no yeah. fucking demon saying telly. <laughs> <laughs> I would have giggled. <laughs> like, he's above out here fucking saying. <laughs> Shut up. You. I don't know, fucking crumpet in his mouth too. No. <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that Demon Finn Balor better get his shit together before I send the Lord and Savior Gangro over there to <laughs> put him in check. Yeah. <laughs> that is a collab no one wants. <laughs> I will not turn on my telly for that. <laughs> you fought all around the world against the best of the best in every match imaginable. You've bled and made others bleed in every continent except Antarctica. You've been a warrior, a man who pushed himself and his body to the brink. 
we respect that about you, Terry. But now you're old and you don't have it anymore, do you, Terry? A young Terry wouldn't have let me so easily beat you down last week. But why do you keep coming back? Why do you keep going after you've lost not one, not two, but three steps? We figured it out, though, Terry. You've been waiting for us. You've been waiting on us all this time. You sacrificing your body has led to this, Terry. You've been waiting to be put out of your misery. And we shall oblige you, Terry. We are going to end your career at Judgment Day. We are going to end your suffering, Terry. You don't have to thank us. It's our destiny. And since we get to pick the match type, what a more fitting way to end the career of Terry Funk than a match he helped make famous. A Texas death match. There's the tally. Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, Finn stares into the camera deadpan. The lights go out, and then when they come back on, Finn is gone. Uh, the following week on the Go Home Show, the return of Terry Funk is promoted. Uh, Terry comes out to the ring. I cannot do a Terry Funk voice. That will hurt the shot out of my throat. Finn Balor. I'm focused on the Eustace of a cursed cowardly dog. Cowardly dog, you're making it look bad. Man, you sound like John trying to do a promo. Mike's still bad. He got that salt in his mouth. He's salty now. I'm telling you, Mike holds grudges, bro. You're one. Mike still hasn't forgiven Damone for when he said when Damone said I was his best friend. No, still haven't. Damn straight, I still haven't. Happy okay. birthday, Mike. Go watch, it, go watch that First Nation, please. Yeah. Don't give that up, because that was hilarious. Uh, I got to find my stylized response now. It was Finn Balor. There's that part. Finn Balor, you're one sick <laughs> son of a bitch, aren't you? You come out here last week and talked about defeating death and ending my career. Thanks, Courtney. Well, I hate to break it to you either. Neither of those things are going to happen. Yeah, I'm not as young and as spry as I once was. And you caught me by surprise when you attacked me from behind in the battle royale. You sound like... like this is a yabba do ass few. Like a, like a southern gentleman. I was like, here's the thing. We may have forgot what happened, but Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's what it sounds like. All right, so back to Finn Balor versus Joe Dirt. <laughs> but, but that won't I'm doing my regular voice. <laughs> no, that. Keep up, keep what you're doing. No, you but keep going. Won't, but that won't mean a damn thing this Sunday or this Saturday. The arrogance to pick a death Texas death match. You've lost lost the plot, son. I have no plans to retire anytime soon, and I fought men better than you. From the Rick Flares to the Dusty Roads to my own brother Dory. Nothing you say is going to scare me. Still a line from my good friend Mick Foley. I can take a licking and keep on ticking. This match won't say, be for those with a sick what? Did you say keep take a licking and hey, keep, keep on, on ticking? Oh my God! This is on the telly right no, now. That's, no, that's an actual. <laughs> that's an actual Mick Foley quote. That's an actual Foley quote. 
this I'm pretty sure you said it against Triple H. Uh, this this match won't be for those with weak stomachs or the or children. You're this right. is going to be a fight. Is that Finn or is that if you, have weak, if you have weak children, <laughs> keep them shit away. <laughs> Terry is walking up the ramp when Finn's music Finn's music hits, but Finn is nowhere to be seen. Terry has his hands like ready to go for a fight. Suddenly, we see uh, Funk look down, and there appears to be a river of blood flowing down the ramp. Uh, Terry looks up and he snarls as he gets the gets the message that Terry uh, that uh, Finn is trying to send. Uh, so the match itself. Out first is Terry Funk wearing a black T-shirt, red bandana, and the red and black and white pattern pants. You know those. Excuse me, those clown ass looking ones he wears. Does Does Terry have a T-shirt that says "Finn sucks eggs" on it? <laughs> no, he's not Chainsaw Charlie. <laughs> Uh, he comes carrying a trash can full of weapons. Uh, he brings it to the ring and he takes off his shirt and throws it in the crowd. We see the bandages from his skin graft. The lights go out and the demon comes out wearing black and white face paint. Uh, Finn makes it into the ring, but before Ricardo can even announce the both men, um, Terry goes right after Finn. The ref just rings the bell. Terry gets the upper hand and clotheslines Finn over the top rope. Matt Stryker reminds the fans... Um, the rules of a Texas death match. Um, so for a Texas death match, it's similar to last man stand. The only difference is that you have to get a pin or submission, and then you can start the 10 count. Um, so Funk goes right after Finn on the outside um, and throws him into the steel steps. He then begins to deliver hard punches. He then backs up and goes for a running knee, but Finn moves at the last second, and Funk hits his knee hard. He starts writhing in pain. Finn goes after him and attacks the knee. He mounts Funk and throws hard elbows and punches. He then takes Funk's leg and sticks it between the posts and he step in and the steps. So he puts his knee or his leg between the post and the steps and then shotgun uh, drop kicks it or drop kicks the steps. Uh, Funk is screaming, screaming out of pain. Finn then grabs Funk and throws him into the ring. He goes under the ring and grabs a, and grabs a steel chair. Um, he sets it up in the middle of the ring and he hits a brain buster onto the chair for a two count. Finn waits for Funk to make it to his feet and he hits a sling, sling blade and goes for the pin. Funk kicks out at two. Finn then grabs the chair and goes to hit Funk, who's laying on the mat with it, but Funk uh, kicks it into Finn's face. Funk then hits Finn with a series of hard strikes. Then Irish whips in, into the corner. He hits a series of short arm clotheslines into the corner that puts Finn into a seated position. Funk then grabs the chair and, and uh, puts him in, puts it behind him. He then face washes Finn, face washes Finn, then grabs him and tries to pile drive him into the chair, but Finn is able to um, counter into a back body drop. Funk gets up and he goes after Finn, who lands a Pele kick, kips up and hits a tornado kick. He then grabs Funk and, and does a and tries a tries to hit Bloody Sunday, but Funk manages to slip out, kick him in the gut, and hits a snap DDT on Finn. Both men are down. The two make it to their feet and they're trading blows. Funk gets the advantage and drops Finn to a knee. Funk hits the DDT and goes to the trash can and grabs a kendo stick. Funk swings it, but Finn ducks, gut kicks Funk, Irish whips him into the corner and hits a stinger splash. As Funk comes out of the corner, 
Finn grabs him and hits Bloody Sunday, climbs to the top turnbuckle, and hits a coup de grace for a pinfall. Now Finn can win the match by keeping Funk down for a 10 count. Funk still needs a pinfall or a submission to, to be able to get that, to uh, be able to knock out Finn. Finn immediately gets up and grabs the kendo stick. He then begins to wail on Funk and tells the referee to count. Funk gets up to, at the count of five. Finn goes for the shotgun drop kick, but Funk moves out of the way. Um, hold on, what's my spot? So he has to get a pinfall and then keep him down for a 10 for a count. 10 count. Yeah, that's the rules of a Texas death match. Um, okay. Funk goes, yeah, Funk goes or gets up at the count of uh, five. Funk goes for the shotgun drop kick, but Funk moves out of the way. Funk, Funk then begins to kick and punch Finn. He grabs the kendo stick and begins to beat him, beat down on Finn uh, with it until it breaks, and then he goes for a pin. Finn kicks out at two and or one and a half. Funk then goes and grabs a chair, then grabs Finn and hits a pile driver onto the onto the chair. Funk goes for the pin, but only gets a two count to Funk's amazement. Funk then goes to the trash can and pulls out his signature branding iron. He swings and hits Finn, Funk with it in the stomach, then hits him on the top of the head. Funk goes for the pin, but Finn kicks, kicks out again. Funk then locks in a sleeper hold on Finn, but Finn is able to get out of it by driving him back first into the turnbuckle. Finn gives, goes back after him, but Funk low blows him and then hits a pile driver. He then grabs the chair and puts it into the seated position and hits a hangman's neck breaker through the chair on Finn. He goes for the pin, but again, only gets a two count. Funk is frustrated that he can't get the pin. The lights in the arena suddenly turn red and Finn begins to convulse. Then suddenly the, the demon is powered up and is back to his feet. Uh, Funk, who pulled himself in the, up in the corner, is shocked and goes after Finn again and throws hard punches, but Finn is unmoved. Finn grabs Funk's head when he tries to punch him and squeezes his hands, um, squeezes his hand, bringing so like Funk goes to punch him. Finn grabs, catches it. Funk, uh, Finn grabs his hand and like squeezes it to the point where Funk goes down to a knee. Um, and then Finn delivers hard knees to Funk's head. Finn then goes under the ring and he um, grabs barbed wire and wraps it around his hands. Um, during this time, the referee is counting, but Funk manages to get to his feet at seven. Finn immediately grabs Funk by the hair and rains down, um, punches with a barbed wire fist, busting Funk wide open. Finn's looking down at his blood-soaked hands and wipes it ac uh, across his chest like a badge of honor. Um, he doesn't lick it this time, John. Uh, Funk rolls out of the ring and is on his feet, but only for a moment. Um, Finn comes flying over the top rope with a suicide somersault, somersault senton and lands on his feet. He then goes to the back of Funk and he rips off the bandages from Funk's back. He grabs a kendo stick from the, under the rings, under the ring and whacks the wounds, opening them back up. Funk tries to punch and kick his way back into the fight, but Finn cuts, cuts him off and Irish whips him back first into the... Irish whips him back first into the turnbuckle. Finn then goes back into the ring and grabs, or and not into the turnbuckle, into like the steel steps. Finn then goes back into the ring and he grabs the branding iron. He then dumps the trash can and he finds a blowtorch. 
Funk, Funk gets up at the count of eight and slides his way back into the ring. Finn stomps on his back, then grabs the branding iron and the torch. He lights the torch and he heats up the tire iron, or the branding iron, sorry. He then pushes it deep into the back of Funk. The smell of human flesh fills the arena. Funk is screaming in pain. Finn goes and stands in the corner as the ref starts to count. Funk gets up at nine, but between the blood loss and being branded, he falls right back down. Finn then grabs him and he hits not one, but three bloody Sundays in a row. But he isn't done and he tells the referee this time not to count. Funk's not moving as Finn goes under the ring and he grabs the ladder and he also slides in the steel steps. Um, he sets up the ladder in the middle of the ring and he puts the steps like right next to it. He then grabs Funk, um, who's still motionless by the hair, and he brings him, he like puts him on his shoulder and carries him up the ladder. Um, he puts him like on the other side. Um, when they get to the top of the ladder, Finn kisses Funk on the forehead and then he hits a bloody Sunday off the ladder onto the steps. Um, so Funk's lifeless body slumps to the ground. The ref counts to 10 is like, and like Funk doesn't move at all. Paramedics, paramedics race to the ring to attend to Funk. <coughs> Finn grabs the death title and makes his way to the, to the back. We see Mick Fo- Foley run out um, to check on his injured friend. Um, the last image we see before cutting to a commercial is Funk being put on a stretcher with a neck brace as Finn looks back at Foley, who's like pissed and giving him a like a death stare. Question. Yes. Well, that was something. I told you it was gonna get bad. You wanted toxic, I gave you fucking toxic. <laughs> you did. I didn't you ask did. for this. <laughs> you did. You I asked did. for toxic. I asked for this, but now <laughs> I got it. It, it, I got some. I got some buyer's regret going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. It's almost what like did, middle what part. was the brand? I just need what to is... point out we just watched or heard Finn Balor versus fucking Terry Funk. So you're getting a five from me. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's a dream match for you. I fucking. I <laughs> love that. Random. Happy birthday, Mike. Let's just go and quit interrupting him because he doesn't. What was the What was the brand? Though. What was the brand? What what did he brand on him? What a cock. Courtney <laughs> wants to know if he was big mad or little mad. He was very big mad, Courtney. Uh it would just say like funk on the brand. It says funk like... you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually that's on brand. I like it. Uh I'm It really... is on the brand. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> on brand, yeah, literally. Uh I don't really see much of anything wrong with this, like it was a death match, <laughs> like for Kenny's real. Space. Kenny's face. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a five. Thank you. I'm sir. with it. All right, that's enough. All right, it's, it's my turn. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Kenny going right. for hater of the year now. <laughs> I'm not trying to go for hater of the year, but I didn't like this at all. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I ain't like her of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like this. It was uh, <sighs> the build was a was a little wild. Uh, it wasn't the build wasn't for me first off. So so build was that's all I'm gonna say for that. The build wise, it wasn't for me. But <laughs> the actual match, so it went from it started off okay. I'll say that it started off okay. Um, you kind of, you kind of, <laughs> you, you should have stopped while you was ahead at one point. 
you did the you did the you pulled from Extreme Rules and did the the Finn Balor power up thing. I mean, I liked it when they did it, but I mean, you kind of copied a little bit, which is I mean, I got to got got docked a little bit for that. But uh, it was after that. It, it was after that. it was the the anime punch catch thing you did when he swung at me, caught it like he was the last dragon. I, I didn't. I didn't like <laughs> that that was actually pretty late. I liked that. I I didn't like that. And then. And then you got to the part that made my stomach hurt. I told you, I knew you was going to do that. <laughs> you did a lot of <laughs> First, this is back. And now and it's back again. <laughs> you did it again. You said the human flesh smell filled the ar- That is awful. <laughs> Disgusting. You know how much stank had to come off the thing for that it to fill an dis- arena? We already smelled BO at the arena. Now we had that. Because <laughs> I was already worried when you said he brought out a uh, – what, what did you say he brought out? The branding iron? Or the brand, um, the kendo stick. No, it wasn't the kendo stick. The light. The light. I don't know why I can't think the, of the name. The, the, the torch? The uh, blow yeah, torch? Yeah, blow torch. Did you think I was, like, was, like, was going to set him on fire? I don't know what I you almost, I thought about it. I almost <laughs> did. Look how excited what, he is to set somebody on fucking fire. This man is a psychopath. I didn't know what you were doing, and I was like, uh-oh, what's he about to do here? And then you said the brand came out, and then you said the the the, the, the human flesh smell filled the room. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, mm. I should have went before Kenny because he's getting my he's lowering my score in my head. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, like, so I'm, yeah, like so I didn't I didn't like that. I I, <laughs> I didn't like it. So I'm gonna give you. A point six for the audacity. <laughs> I'll take it. I, like it, I said, fives or point fives. I'll take a point six. You got a point six for the audacity. That's that's you so. Got. So it's point. It's five five point six. Yeah, yes. five five point six. All right. for, for the audacity. Makes, okay, so with those two fives, it kind of counteracts what I'm about to do because <laughs> I also didn't didn't fuck with this all like that. Um. And I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew Travis hating this was coming. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I knew. I knew that uh, Kenny and Travis got weak stomachs. So they're the they're the weak stomachs. I, knew, I do have a weak about. stomach. That's and correct. You, and you, you, you acknowledge some shit, Travis. <laughs> he acknowledges me. You eat Arby's unironically. <laughs> like, Did he? What do you say about us, Kenny? No, he acknowledged us mid promo. He said, "This isn't for the weak stomach." I said, "You goddamn right in my head." I was <laughs> You're right. And I was like, "Let's see what he said. Let's see what he does." And then, then we did the match. I was like, "Okay, you might, you might do something." John, you, you need to stop. John, you need to stop disparaging the great name of Arby's. I swear to God, <laughs> fuck Arby's and its click. Fuck <laughs> Arby's and the click they claim. Have you ever had Arby's? Besides the yes. dollar floats. The Arby's is amazing. Arby's hey, is can Arby's we, is let's trash. let's keep this going. Give me my ratings. We still got a good amount of the show to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Travis, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> this, we'd be on uh, match one for Travis. Travis got some better. <laughs> <Right? laughs> All right, I'm going to do 75 cents because I thought the, the Mick Foley at the end was a good touch. What was it? Seventy-five cents. Okay. Oh, okay. Courtney, you're wrong. You just need to point that out. Courtney, you're close enough for me and Mike to jump you. You better chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney's right. That's a dub. Did John rate? Uh, No, no, fucking. Chicken sliders. Yeah, I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna pull a Keith here and be the enlightened (laughs) centrist here. Uh, I don't think it's a five. Oh, now I, he's pulling a Keith. You hear this, Keith? I don't <laughs> think it's a like 
1.5 level like they do. I had what? stuff I loved and hated. I liked the anime spot. Um, some of the build was hilarious and good. Some of the build was like like the telly that did not hit right. If you <laughs> did not say telly, that's not happening. Uh, some of your bars were disgusting in those promos. <laughs> um, and the match had, like, I didn't like the branding spot or, like, the, the flesh smell spot. But I did like John talks. John talks a big game how he loves hardcore shit and then hates hardcore shit. I'm just like Kitty. I like dumb. ECW, they they w, like watered down. Yeah. They like watered they like, down. I like hardcore matches. I don't like death matches. The two people like that like ECW. Rules, ECW. ECW. It's just like, no, yeah, I don't ECW like that. ECW didn't do that very often. Well, ECW didn't do death matches. Get out of here. They didn't. Yeah, we're not saying XPW care. or CCW. <laughs> uh, or anyways. I'm going to give this right clean in the middle. I'm going to give it a three. It is perfect mid. Okay. That was not mid. That was not mid. That's mid to me. So fuck you. Okay. So so, uh, we come back from commercial uh, with Stryker saying that Funk has been taken to a hospital. um, And they'll do their best if they hear anything to let us know about his condition. Uh, Wes says Finn went too far. Uh, Vampiro agrees, but says Finn may have just accomplished his goal here tonight in ending Funk's career. Uh, Stryker then says, while we hope that Funk is okay, the show must go on and announces that the next match is Feast or Fired. And it goes to a video package. Yeah. So your commentary team is Matt Stryker, Don West, and Vampiro? Yes. Okay. I hate Don West. Fuck um, you. Everyone hates Don West. <laughs> nope. Don I West looks like Don he owns. A, looks like he owns a Pizza Hut. Uh, he looks please. like he owns an Arby's. <laughs> Don West looks like he owns an Arby's. <laughs> looks like Travis. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like me at all. That's the thing. Please continue your book. He doesn't look like, like at all. <laughs> um, as seen on episode, he looks like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes to a video package explaining how we got here. So, as seen on episode one of Reckoning, Dolph Ziggler beat HBK for his spot, and Best Enzo uh, beats Jimmy Wang Yang for his. Um, after match. match. After, what? That's how many people are in the match. Uh, there is... Feast of Fire is four, right? No, there's four briefcases, but I think in total there's eight people, oh, I want to say. Right. Four. You wrote it. <laughs> it I didn't count the number of people like off the top of my head. I'm gonna tell you who's in it in a second. So, um, right, it's Dolph Enzo. After the match, Enzo, Dolph formed, Enzo alone is already a five. Um, he introduced El Codice or El Codice, featuring himself, Bruno San Martino, and Little Guido. Uh, we then see <laughs> highlights of the other qualifying matches that took place over the following weeks, leading up to Judgment Day. Uh, Kurt Angle beats uh, Finley <laughs> with the ankle lock. Matt Riddle beats Mike Awesome with a bro, uh, bro Derek. Chris Bay beats Bob Backlund with a um, Baymisser. And Bron- Bron Breaker beats Apollo Crews with a Camel Clutch. Shane Douglas beats Brodus Clay with a Pittsburgh Plunge. And Nakamura beats Jim uh, Jinder Mahal with a Kinshasa. Um, the Ow. rules are the rules are explained again. There are four briefcases. Um, hanging on poles um, attached to the ring post. Inside each of the briefcases, some sort of paperwork. One of the cases holds a contract for the world title. One holds a contract for an X Division championship match. So one holds a contract for a world title match. One holds a title shot for the X Division. 
one holds for the tag team championship um, match with a partner of the wrestler's choosing. And the fourth and final briefcase contains a pink slip, which um, the referee who gets it is fired or the wrestler who gets it is fired. Uh, before the contents of the case are revealed, each wrestler is given the choice to keep their briefcase or forfeit it, uh, which protects the wrestler from being fired, but they also give up their potential title match. Out first is Shane Douglas wearing black and yellow trunks. Um, next is Chris Bay, who's wearing black and purple pants and a black cutoff leather jacket. Breaker is out next sporting the tie-dye singlet he wears. Um, Nakamura comes out wearing his all red and black trim jumpsuit. Enzo comes out with uh, El Cadice uh, wearing a black fur coat with leather pink print pants. Um, Dolph comes out wearing pink shorts with black trim. Riddle comes out wearing his yellow, uh, like the Kill Bill gear. Um, and lastly comes out Kurt Angle. Um, and he's It's with his um, TNA theme song. Um, and he's wearing the all, oh, he's American all perked out. Yeah. The American flag singlet. So Ricardo announces each man who steps into the center of the ring when they're called and they like do it their like taunt or that their taunt. Um, the bell rings it, it's complete chaos. Everyone goes after after one another with Riddle and Dolph working together against Braun and Shane. Suddenly we see little Guido and Bruno come out to the ring and they pull Enzo off, or Nakamura off Enzo. Bruno choke slams Nakamura as little Guido helps Enzo to his feet. And he helps him uh, up the turnbuckle, and he grabs a briefcase as Bruno keeps everyone at bay. Enzo grabs the first briefcase and slides out of the ring and goes and sits down over by commentary. So there's three briefcases left. Um, so this isn't going to be bell to bell. So Nakamura, this is going to be spot. So Nakamura hits a Death Valley driver on Dolph Ziggler. Shane Douglas hits a belly to belly on Matt Stryker. Chris Bay hits Kurt Angle with a Chris kick, which is a spinning back hook kick. Um, Angle hits a double German suplex on Breaker and Douglas, so he he suplexes them both at the same time. Um, Dolph hits a Famouser on Douglas as Riddle and Bay watch on. Bay says, I'll do one better, and he hits a Bamiser on him. Riddle says, hold on, and he hits a perfect RKO and then kips up, but then Bay and Dolph super kick him at the same time. Um, Bay is climbing to one of the briefcases when Kurt runs up and catches him in a German suplex position. Riddle then slides in and grabs onto Kurt in a German suplex position from the middle rope. Breaker then grabs Riddle around the waist, and there's a super tower uh, German suplex. As Braun makes his way, um, makes it to his feet, Dolph manages to hit to sidestep a spear attempt um, on the outside by Douglas, slides in and super kicks, Dol- or super kicks Braun and hits a zigzag. He then climbs up and he grabs a briefcase. So there's two left. Uh, so Enzo has one and Dolph has one. Um, Riddle and Nakamura are trading strikes in the middle of the ring. Nakamura uh, bounces off the ropes and goes for a spinning heel kick. But Riddle slides under and hits a bro to sleep. He then races to another corner and goes to grab uh, a briefcase. But Kirk cuts him off and goes for a German. But Riddle lands on his feet. But Douglas comes in and hits a uh, Pittsburgh plunge on Riddle, who rolls out of the ring. Bay springboards from the outside of the ring and hits a tornado DDT on Douglas. Bay celebrates for a moment, but then gets hit with an angle slam. Kurt then makes his way and grabs the third briefcase, so there's only one left. Um, Chris Bay is climbing up to the last 
uh, briefcase when Braun Breaker cuts him off and hits a reverse Frankensteiner off the top rope. Um, Nakamura hits an Explorer DDT on the entrance ramp on Douglas and the Kinshasa. When he gets back into the ring, he um, he gets hit with a belly to belly by Breaker. Uh, Douglas and Bayer on the apron trading shots. Douglas bounces Bay's head off uh, turnbuckle. Bay elbows Douglas and he hits a triple C, which is the crazy Chris Cutter off the apron to the outside. Uh, Nakamura gets his hand on the briefcase. Breaker stops him and hits a razor's edge off the top rope. Breaker is climbing up to the to grab the last briefcase when Riddle grabs his leg at the last second. Uh, Breaker is forced to come down in the two trade um, punches and elbows. Um, Breaker hits um, Riddle with a, a forearm and he wobbles him. He then puts Riddle in position for a military press slam, but when he goes to slam Riddle, Riddle counters it into an RKO. Uh, Riddle manages to crawl his way up to the last briefcase. Um, Douglas tries to cut him off uh, by doing a belly the belly off the top turnbuckle, but Riddle headbutts him several times, sending him crashing to the ground. Riddle reaches up and he grabs the last briefcase and like falls to the mat. Um, do you want to do the reveal as a separate segment, or you want me to roll it all in? I think roll it all in because it's the outcome of the match. Okay. So Arquette comes out and he asks the men with briefcase to join him in the ring. Um, join him and Riddle, who's already in the ring. So Dolph, Enzo, and Kurt um, come into the ring. Arquette says, one by one, you will reveal what's in your briefcase right here and now. Also, for an added twist, you can choose whether the keys to the briefcase you have forfeit it, but you lose whatever's in it, or you can force someone to trade with you. So, like, someone who hasn't opened theirs yet. So, the briefcase openings will be determined by the order they were retrieved. So, Enzo, you're first. Enzo chooses to keep what he has, and he gets an X Division uh, championship contract. Enzo says he doesn't care who wins the X Division championship tonight match tonight, whether it's that Carlo Win- Carl Winslow impersonator Keith Lee or that Mickey Rourke look-alike Jerry Lynn. Very soon, the X Division Championship will be around the waist of the Don, Enzo Amore. El Codice leaves the ring. Uh, next to open their briefcase case is Dolph, uh, who sells it like he might switch, but then he ends up keeping it. Um, Dolph opens it, and it's the Tag Team Championship contract. Oh. Dolph, says, Dolph says, looks like I'm going to need to find a partner. Um, but I already know just the guy. Arquette says, do you want to elaborate? Dolph smiles and says, no, not yet. Um, so then it's he leaves the ring. It's down to Kurt and Riddle. Kurt grabs the mic. We both know what it's like to be fired, don't we, Matt? But I also know what it's like to be a world champion unlike you. So my gut is telling me that the, the briefcase that you have has the world title shot. So give it to me. Give it to me right now. He yells at Riddle and he grabs the briefcase from his hand. And Riddle's like, like chill, dude. Chill. Um, our dude. Ca- bro, I'm chill, sorry. Bro. Chill, bro. Yeah. Chill. Um, so he yells at Riddle and he rips it from his hand. Our cat gets between the two. Riddle says, bro, calm down. Um, 
Good luck and tries to shake his hand, but Kurt refuses. On Arquette says, on the count of three, you will both open your briefcase. One of you will get a world title match whenever you want. The other will be fired on the spot. One, two, three. They both open their cases, and the man being fired is the Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle. Riddle gets a guaranteed title shot. Kurt is in shock at first as Riddle celebrates. Kurt then tries to st- steal his original briefcase uh, back by attacking Riddle, who ducks a clothesline attempt and hits a bro to sleep on Kurt. As Kurt is laying on the ground, our cat walks over. You know, I've really always wanted to say this. Kurt Angle, you're fired! <laughs> Riddle celebrates oh, with the from that. <laughs> uh, Riddle celebrates with the audience as he makes his way to the back. Kurt starts to get up and begins to swear, and he like pushes the cameraman down on the way out as the fans chant "na na 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 na," "hey hey hey," "goodbye," and that's the end <laughs> of that part. I'm going first. Uh... Damon, this is a clear, crystal, beautiful five. Thank you. You have good pool of participants. I love Feast or Fire. It's it's so fucking fun. Um, and I feel like you planted some awesome seeds. Craig was the right guy to get fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they... I mean, Courtney, it'd be more entertaining than that bra. Hey, Courtney is is on the ballot now for hater of the year. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, they steal they steal so much from us as it is. They really do. We might book Johnny Knoxville first. He did, and he he did book Johnny Knoxville first. Anyways, and uh, better. Yeah, WWE's ass. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) but Toxic Championship Wrestling is not ass. This is a five. Right pool of participants. Kurt Angle was the right guy to get fired. He's been there, done that. We've seen him get main events before. Um, so he loses nothing. You set up three awesome seeds for later. So, five. I already knew he's going to say five. <laughs> Just because <laughs> Riddle was going to shout the world title, so we all saw that coming. Um, yeah, so it's my turn now. Um, Here comes the hate. I, I'm not hating. I just, I don't know. It wasn't a five. I'm not going to sit there and say it's a five like John was talking about. Hell. John likes complicated matches. I realize that now. The more complicated the match is, the more he likes it. Hey, it, 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 it takes a like high IQ to understand TNA match types. No, because you'll say about Eminem, about his bars, and then you'd be like, yo, you're gravy. Yo, you're gravy, gravy, gravy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I gave it a, I gave it a solid three. Yeah. I think the match was cool. I just thought the... The ending was predictable. Like, I kind of saw who was going to get what. Like, that was kind of obvious, in my opinion. So, I wasn't surprised at that part at all. So, um, yeah, that's why I, I gave you a solid three for that. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a four. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I liked it. Uh, I didn't hate it. I think the right person got fired. Okay. I don't think it was perfect, though. Okay, I'll take a four. Keith? Travis? Keith? Uh, man, this is uh, like kind of difficult because this is one of those matches that would be more interesting to watch than the year. Um, 
I, I and the results of it are really what matters. I feel like I'm a little shocked that you had Kurt get fired. Was he actually drafted? Yes, yeah. by me. But he's he's currently on contract with me. Okay, <laughs> interesting, interesting. He got he got traded. Uh. I feel like after Enzo won and you said he jumped on commentary, I had hoped that you were going to do some Enzo commentary throughout the whole match. No, that would have been too much work. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that would have added so much more to him, his I character, because like, it feels like you're pushing him really good. I didn't have him like on commentary. like He's just sitting like over in that area. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I thought you said he got on commentary, and I was like, okay, no, he's, he's about to like, talk some shit. He's he's over by the commentary. You should have had him talk some shit. Yeah, I think I feel like you you missed an opportunity there. Okay. But overall, I think everything played out how it should. Uh, I'll go I'll go for a three. It seems very middle of the road there. Okay. How much more do you have left? I agree, a three. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> like four matches in like two segments. Okay. Okay. Trap so, uh, <laughs> so, we're going to go to the build to the next match. So, as promised on the first episode of Reckoning, Team Pump debuts on the second episode. Jordan and Petey make easy work of Conan and Mercedes Martinez. Um, after the match, they're celebrating when we hear, Woo! Throughout the arena. Outcome Rick and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Rick oh, is in... Uh-huh. Yeah, Rick and Charlotte both come out. Uh, Rick is in a black suit with Charlotte in a black evening gown. Rick says, Woo! It's good to be here again in this, the Motor City. The Nature Boy has painted this town red many a times. I've been to every bar in this place over. I've been to every bar this place has to offer. And I've been with the best the city has to offer as well, if you know what I mean. Charlotte says, Now you two... Might be wondering why we came out here. You, We heard that TCW is going to be crowning the first ever intergender tag team champions at Judgment Day. And who else besides the first family of professional wrestling should hold those titles but the Flares? But we also heard you two are planning to be in the title match at Judgment Day. If I were you, I'd just go to the GM's office and back out of the match before we embarrass you. Uh, Rick then says, The Flair family is genetically superior. We have the best male wrestler ever ever, and the best female wrestler in one family. Uh, Jordan then gets a mic. Rick, Charlotte, you two are right. You two are undeniably two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But that doesn't mean anything when you get in the ring with Team Pump. We aren't just going to lay down for you. Petey says, when you step into the ring with Team Pump, you are just like everybody else. Your last name can't help you when you step into the ring with us, Charlotte. Uh, Grace says, and Rick, I know you're used to taking advantage of women, but that's not the, that that this isn't isn't that kind of party. Um, uh, so Rick like starts flipping out and like throws his like his um his coat coat off, you know, being overly dramatic like Rick does. Um, and Charlotte like has to hold him back. Jordan says, "Come on down, Rick. I'll fold you in half." 
Um, Rick like takes a step back. Charlotte says, "You two are playing a very dangerous game." At Judgment Day. Oh, lost my spot. Sorry, lost my spot. <laughs> at Judgment Day, the Flares will be victorious and once again make wrestling history. While Petey, you can go back to being wrestling trivia. Hey, Dad. Who created the most overrated move in wrestling history? Um, Rick says, I know this one. P.D. Williams. And Jordan, you can go back to whoring yourself out on the internet. What's your OnlyFans again? See you at the ju- see you at Judgment Day. Uh, both of the flares. Woo! The following week, Team Pump has another tune-up match, this time against cheerleader Melissa and Kenny Dykstra. After Jordan hits a here's uh here yeah. it is daddy here it is daddy driver on Kenny. And like Kenny Dykstra's in the full cheerleader, like <laughs> that is disgusting. I'm sorry, that's disgusting. <laughs> uh so as they're celebrating, well they get their ass whooped. So as they're <laughs> celebrating as uh Team Pump is celebrating, the flares come from behind and they proceed to beat down Team Pump. Charlotte hits PD and grit and Grace with a dual natural selection as Rick Flip. Excuse me, locks in the figure four on Grace as Charlotte screams at her that she's not on her level. Scott comes out and um the flare Scott Steiner comes out and the flares scamper off. On TMZ, Arquette confirms that it will be Team Pump versus the Flares at Judgment Day. Um the next week there's a six-man tag match with all the all of Team Pump, so um Scott Steiner, Little PD Pump, and Thick um and uh, Jordan, Thick Mama Pump, Jordan Grace versus uh, Charlotte, Ric Flair, and uh, Carlito. Uh, when Team Pump gets the advantage, Carlito abandons his team and Team Pump wins. Um, Petey hits a Canadian Destroyer on Charlotte, then is about to hit one on Rick, but Grace says, Let me do it. Jordan, Jordan Grace hits a Canadian Destroyer on Rick, and then they pose and like flex. Over um, their their future opponents. Uh, Rick got so much CTE trying to sell that shit. <laughs> like, like he doesn't already. Appears like. Uh, so Jordan, the Jordan Grace, um, before the match, um, like leading up to it, tweets out that Team Punk will have a very special addition to the team that will who will debut on uh, at the pay per view. So Twitter goes crazy trying to figure out who it is. They're making all sorts of guesses. The flares come out first wearing blue and white robes. Um, they make the referee hold the robes open for them, and they make their way to the corner. The lights dim, and we hear the like the siren um, from like Scott Steiner, and then we see the team pump symbol. But then flex like ooh comes starts to play, and out comes little pump with Jordan Grace and Williams and uh, PD Williams. Little pump raps the song as they make their way down to the ring. PD is wearing the chainmail headgear and black and blue trunks, while Jordan is wearing black and blue gear. As they enter the ring, Little Pump finishes the song and yells, "Holla if you hear me!" As the uh, like crowd chants along, um, the match looks like it's about to begin um, with Charlotte and Jordan, but Charlotte immediately tags out and tags in Rick. But Jordan doesn't get out of the ring; she doesn't back down. And her and Ric Flair do a test of strength 
and Grace wins, which shocks Flair. Um, they lock up again, and Grace manages to push him into the corner. Um, the ref gets between them, and Grace makes a, a a clean break, but Rick doesn't, and he pokes her in the eye to get the advantage. Um, and then it's just going to be spots now. Um, so Rick begins to work the legs of Jordan. He chop blocks her legs and drops her to a drops a knee on her thigh. Rick Irish whips Grace into the corner and hits her with knife edge chops. Rick then tags in Charlotte, and the two take turns just chopping the shit out of Grace. Um, Charlotte Irish whips Grace, then hits her with a big boot, and then hits a standing moonsault for a two count. Charlotte drapes Grace's knee on the bottom rope, then jumps on it. Charlotte goes for a soup German suplex, but Grace is able to block it. Flair goes for another big boot, but Grace ducks under and hits a spine buster and gets a hot tag. PD hits a sling slingshot. Slingshot. I can't talk. Blah, blah, blah. Slingshot. Head scissors takedown on Rick, um, who got the ta- tag from Charlotte. Uh, PD Irish whips Rick into the corner and puts him on the top turnbuckle and hits a super Frankensteiner. PD tries to go for a uh, standing Spanish fly, but Rick elbows him on the top side of the head. Rick lifts PD for a delayed vertical suplex. Mid-match, he blows a kiss at Jordan, who looks disgusted. Um, Rick, uh, Rick Irish whips PD into the corner, and he hits knife-edge chops. Um, he tries to Irish PD back into a, the other corner, but um, PD counters and Irish rips Flair hard into the corner. Flair comes out of the corner with his fist up, and he does like the punching air thing, and then he just face plants. Uh, Petey goes for a lion salt, but Rick manages to get his knees up. Rick then hits a back body drop and tags in Charlotte. Charlotte hits a tilt world gut buster. She then Irish whips him into the corner and foot chokes him. Charlotte goes for natural selection on Petey, but manages to evade it. He then hits her with an elbow shot um, and then hits a jumping neck breaker, followed by a lion salt on a pen, att- pen attempt. Rick breaks up the pin. Um, so for the finish... Charlotte and PD are the two legal um, participants. They both go for a running clothesline and they but and lay each other out. Both make it to their corners for the tag. Uh, Grace come in comes in and um, lays out Rick with clotheslines and the fisherman suplex, but only gets a two count. Grace goes for a hip attack, but Rick pulls the ref in front of him and the ref is down and the ref like falls out of the ring. Rick goes for a low blow on Grace, who laughs because obviously it has no effect. She then grabs Rick by the throat, but Charlotte has a chair and she whacks him in the whacks her in the head with it. Petey gets in the ring and gets laid out too. Charlotte throws the chair out of the ring, then grabs the ref and puts him in the ring. Rick covers Grace, but little pump um pulls the ref out at the very last second, preventing the three count, and tries to explain to the ref like what happened. Rick then punches little pump and slides back into the ring. Charlotte wants to be tagged in. Charlotte waits for Grace to go for a spear, waits for Grace and tries to go for a spear, but Grace counters it with a DDT. Rick gets in the ring, but Petey is up, and he super kicks Rick. Grace signals for the destroyer. Petey goes back to the corner, and Grace tags him in. Petey then tags in Grace, so they're both, like, like ta- been tagged in, so they're both, like, legal for the moment. PD hits a Canadian destroyer on Charlotte, followed by Jordan Grace hitting the fall from Grace, which is like she runs into the corner, like jumps up on the, the second rope, and then like flattens herself out and lands on the person. 
Uh, Rick gets back in the ring, but Petey hits him with a running Canadian Destroyer to prevent him from breaking up the pin. Um, Jordan gets the pin one, two, three. The winners in the TCW Intergender Tag Champions are Team Pump. Team Pump celebrates in the, like with um, little pump on their shoulder. That's the end. We'll see. One of y'all go. I, I'll do mine last. Mike, you go first. Who won? Team Pump. Or Team Pump. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't gripped. Like, okay. I, I, yeah. You didn't you do your homework. Pumped? That's why. You weren't pumped? <laughs> Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I man, there was a there was plenty good with this match and nothing like horrible about it. But there was also a lack of something great about okay. it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give this a three right. points. Three point seven five. Okay. Honestly, I don't have anything to say about this either way. I just think it's kind of mid. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm going to give you a three. Okay, I'll take it. Keith? Yeah, I feel kind of the same. I feel like the promos could have been a little more wild. I know there's some good punches in there, but uh, the match itself was good and interesting. I feel like the right team won because fuck Charlotte. Um... I'll go. I'll go three dollars eighty five cents. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> um, now into the segment that I'm pretty sure uh, Travis is gonna hate. So, uh, Striker like it comes goes back to commentary. Striker hypes up the event so far. We just had our first intergender championships crown, and earlier we saw the Fallen Messiahs retain the TCW World Tag Team Championships. Um, Don West says, speaking of tag teams. The past week, this past week on Reckoning, we saw the formation of a new one. And it cuts to a video package outside the bar, uh, outside of a bar. It's the Dirty Spoon. We go inside and we see like a bunch of uh, rowdy people. Um, We see Heyman Page and Jimmy Wang Yang. They're playing poker with some of the locals. Um, Jimmy loses a hand and says, God damn it. Um, and like he's like fuck, or like damn, I can't catch a break, man. Hangman says it, it could be worse. Remember last week when that really weird guy uh, we passed by, he like shoved <laughs> candles in the other guy's eye. That was like you could be that guy. You got the candles shoved in his eye. Um, Wang's like yeah, I guess. Uh, and the card game game continues. Uh, Hangman and Yang says, um, look, Hangman, this has been great and all. I've had a ton of fun these last few weeks. Just drinking, playing cards here, but I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my wrestling career. Um, Heyman is about to talk when, um, or say, respond when like a big burly guy who's about like six, four, six foot four, 280 pounds with a goatee and tribal tat on his shoulder uh, says, will you two just get a room? Are you two good? Can you two get a room or play? Heyman says, sure. And he lays down his cards. He has a Royal flush. The the guy gets pissed and he's like, "You fucking cheater!" 
And he accuses Hangman of cheating. Hangman says, one thing I'm not, sir, is a cheat. Now, Gerald, I got no problem with you. Um, Gerald says, well, Ooh. I do with you. And he shoves Hangman. Hangman then punches Gerald and the whole bar turns into one big fight. Hangman and Wang are able to clear the bar uh, with Hangman hitting a buckshot Larry at one point over the bar. Um, Gerald is the last one standing with the, with those two. Yang and Hangman look at each other. They super kick him, and then they hit a double suplex onto the pool table. Um, Hangman says, we make a pretty good team, Wangs. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, Hangman says, I think it's time we, me and you, we team up and we show the world what this cowboy shit is really about. Uh, Wang agrees. Then we hear sirens. Um, they both grab a, like, reach behind the bar, grab a beer, put down, like, enough money for the beer and the tip because they're not thieves. And they t- always t- make sure you tip your, your bartender. Um, and, like, we hear sirens as police arrive. Um, and it cuts back to commentary. Um, Vampiro says the tag team division appears to be heating up here in TCW. That's that's the end of that segment. It's like a two three minute, like a three minute thing. I is like it. Like, is it like super movie like, or is it like? Yeah, it's like super movie like. Yeah, cinematic. I like I it. Like, like cinematic. Yeah. It's, I'm gonna it, give you a four. I, I like this a lot. I feel like it's funny. Um, it it so serves a purpose. And I like the, the buckshot Larry over the bar. That's pretty sick. I do too. You know what? I'm going to give this a five. Okay. I like it. Question, Simone. Yes. And this yes. is going to make or break you here. At one point, <laughs> did anyone... Set a guy on the bar and run him across the whole bar, knock him into the drinks. It's a bar fight, it's of course. Five dollars, five dollars for me. <laughs> it's you got if you're doing a bar fight, you got to do this slide across the to. bar, like Sting did to that kid in that commercial. I hated that commercial. <laughs> do hate commercials? I, I really do. It's a generational thing. Um, this was fine. It wasn't anything to write home about. I'll give you a 3.5. That is way fucking higher than I thought I was going to get from you. <laughs> so you have one more segment and three more matches? Uh, I still got a Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I still got a No, play. I know. I know, but disenfranchised him. <laughs> he did. No, you can get your thing in. I just want to know how much more he's got. i got to be up at 6 a.m. Yeah, I'm going to bed here in a minute. I'm going to have to listen later. Yeah, three um, matches and... Actually, it's only one segment because one of the segments rolls into a match. All right. We all about to jump off and let Damone just read to the people. <laughs> <laughs> Damone really out here writing the Travis T shows. No, I'm here to the end. I'm only, I'm only two hours in. Like, Travis. And you've got four you, matches left. Yeah, you two hours in, you've got like seven. <laughs> Bad guy, give us your, your points on that. Okay. So, um,. I like the shots you threw at me. You know, I I appreciate that. I like I like a good little shot throwing. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a solid. I'm gonna go with a solid four. I'm gonna go with a solid four. I did like the the buckshot lariat as well. Um, it, it all wasn't good. I ain't gonna sit there and say like it was five worthy, but it was. But it, it served its purpose. It's supposed. It's hokey. Yeah. 
Hold I on. like whenever whenever Kenny likes something but wants to tear you down a little bit, he'll just say, It wasn't five worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna tell you the truth, like like five is perfect. But, is that, but you didn't you didn't have to say that. You just gave him you said it's a four, so you don't have to then again say it's not five worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Courtney wants to join Cowboy shit. Uh so <laughs> We're gonna do uh, next match is going to be. Right. Um... I I'm hopping off here. Okay, bye, old man Mike. Good night. <laughs> Later. I will listen as How soon as I can. Okay. Four more segments. David Arquette announces that there will be a tournament to crown the first X Division champion with the finals at Judgment Day. So the participants are Keith Lee, Jerry Lynn, Jungle Boy, Pentagon, Dragonoff, Amazing Red, Angel Garza, and Willie Mac. In the first round, Keith Lee beats Amazing Red. Jungle Boy beats Pentagon. Willie Mack beats Angel Garza. Jerry Lynn beats Dragonoff. In the second round, Keith Lee beats Jungle Boy with a Spirit Bomb. Jerry Lynn wins with a Cradle Pile Driver. Um, after his match, Keith Lee comes out and shakes Jerry's hand. He grabs a mic. Jerry, I respect the hell out of you. You're a pioneer. So our match is not going to be a grudge match or any of that other BS. It's just going to be straight up. Who's the better man? But we both know it's me, don't we, Jerry? Uh, Jerry says, Keith, you're right about two things. I am a pioneer, and there is no ill will or grudge between the two of us. But don't think that that means I won't kick your teeth in. I'm going to give you everything I have. I hope you're ready for it, because the things I will do to win this match are limitless. Uh, which Keith Lee like chuckles at. Ooh, he then tomatoes, 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 boo. <laughs> at the end of that promo, does Keith Lee like just rub his chin and go splendid? <laughs> Keith Lee looks like that type of guy. Keith Lee looks like, like the type of guy that has the fucking hat. The good day, my lady. <laughs> like that. He looks like he, he looks like he has a monocle. He should have a monocle. He looks like he eats relish <laughs> on a hot dog. Uh, Keith Lee smirks. So the match itself, uh, Keith Lee comes out in powder blue trunks with pink trim. Out next is Jerry Lynn wearing all black tights. The bell rings and the two shake hands before locking up. So the spots, Keith Lee pushes Lynn down um, when the two lock up in a collar and elbow tie up. Uh, Keith Lee Irish whips Lynn into the corner and follows up with a stinger splash. Lee goes for his vertical suplex, but Lynn slips under and hits a released German suplex. Lee is on the apron, and Lynn hits a triangle drop kick, sending Lee to the outside. Lynn goes over the top rope to the apron and hits an apron cannonball. Um, Lynn punch, punches and elbows Lee, um, but he starts to no-sell it. Lynn bounces off the rope, but Lee does the pounce, sending Lee flying, and he falls out of the ring. Keith Lee lands a corkscrew plancha on the outside. Lee goes out, go. Does another release German suplex, but this time Lynn lands on his feet and he hits a spinning heel, a wheel kick. Lynn hits a diving bulldog, then a running knee, but only gets a two count. Lynn hits a turnbuckle northern light suplex as Lee uses the rope to get to his feet. Lynn goes to the apron and he leg drops uh, and hits a leg drop to the back of Lee's head. Lynn tries to go for the cradle pile driver, but can't get Lee up. Lee counters into a back body drop. Lee follows it up with a Somerset Senton. Lee hits a belly to belly suplex and a sidewalk. I'm sorry, side slam backbreaker. Lynn ducks under a clothesline and hits a spine uh, springboard tornado DDT. 
Um, so there's the finish. Rin has Keith Lee set up for the cradle pile driver and hits it, but Lee is too close to the ropes and he gets his foot on the bottom rope, breaking the count. And Lee waits for Lee to get up and goes for a super kick, but Lee um, grabs his foot. He spins him around and hits a power slam for a two count. Um, Lee stalks Lynn and goes for the spirit bomb, but Lynn escapes. Irish whips Lee into the corner and hits a running knee. He then uses what strength he has left to hit uh, Kryptonite Crunch. Lee kicks out at two and a half. Lynn Lynn then goes for the TKO, but Lee gets out of it, and Lynn manages to roll him up and tries to lose the ropes for leverage, but Lee manages to kick out. Um, Lee's like, what the hell, man? This is supposed to be straight up. Um, Link again goes for a tornado DDT, but Lee tosses him away and across the room. He then grabs Lee and hits a spirit bomb, but Lynn kicks out. Lee then stalks Lynn and he hits a big bang catastrophe, catastrophe so the BBC, for the win and is the T- or TCW X Division champion. I never thought about that. Um, you never thought about that? I never thought about that. The fact that it was called that, that is the BBC. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. I just always saw the big bang catastrophe. I never saw like the initials. I never thought about that until just now. Um, I like the match. It seemed kind of AEW ish with the keep hitting the uh, the move over and over again. It keeps getting kicked out. But I really didn't have too many problems with this match for real, for real. Um, so I'm gonna give it a four point seven five. Okay. It's not quite a five, but <laughs> John. I think it's a clean four. Okay. That's what I'm feeling like. I feel like there wasn't that moment where I popped, but there was a lot of good shit. Okay. Keith or Travis? Yeah, yeah, good. I think four is good. This is, I like that one of them tried to do like like a little bit of heels, like a hint of heel shit. Um, like not really signifying like a full on, like I'm bad now, but like I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. I like that. I also like that Keith Lee won. I feel like that's a good first champion and someone that you can build around so yeah good four solid four quattro travis you're muted i thought this was pretty mid i didn't think there was anything too crazily great about it there's nothing flawed really like no like egregious like failures here Okay. I'll give you a 3.75. It was going to be a 3, but I felt like an asshole after listening to everybody else's <laughs> comments. So I'm going to give I'll, you some pity points. I'll take them. Um, so suddenly we see Bruno and little Guido come from the crowd and surround the ring. Keith Lee tries to fight them off as um, they enter the ring, but he's overwhelmed. They beat him down with, like, they have baseball bats um, as the crowd rains down with booze. We then see Enzo come out with his briefcase. Enzo tells them to get him up. Um, they they bring Keith Lee to a knee, and uh, Enzo smashes him in the face with his briefcase. Enzo then tells signals to the referee that he's cashing in right now. Um, the ref checks on Lee to see if he can even wrestle. Lee like is like, I'm okay, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I can go. 
Um, the ref rings the bell, and Enzo goes right after Lee, who shoves Enzo away. Uh, but um, Lee's still clearly dazed. Enzo runs back at him and drop kicks his knee, sending Lee to one knee. Enzo hits a shining wizard, but only gets a two count. Enzo then lands a realist combination, but Lee is back to his feet. Enzo goes for the clothesline, but Lee counters into a spirit bomb. Enzo like barely kicks out at like two and a half or like two like two point nine. Um, Lee stalks him, but little Nunzio gets on the apron. Um, the ref goes over and uh, says to get down now, but this distracts the referee and Enzo hits him. Um, hits um, Keith Lee with a pair of brass knuckles that he had in his um his pants. Enzo um, then makes his way to the corner and he gets up and Enzo hits a DDG, which is a diving DDT for the one, two, three. The winner and the new X Division champion is the Don, Enzo Amore. El Codice enter the ring and they celebrate. Lee is getting up slowly when Enzo sees this and he nods his head. Bruno grabs him and holds him as Guido delivers baseball bat shots to the abdomen of Lee. The three men then leave the ring as um, and celebrate as Lee is laid out. This okay. is going to be uh, pretty mid for me. I think the bat shots were unnecessary. Like, <laughs> he already lost. Like, there's nothing to gain from it. There's no personal heat there to do that. I get that bad people just do bad things sometimes. It just felt unnecessary. Uh, he already got the title. Uh, I do like that he cashed in. And the night of add some suspense to feast or fire. I'm gonna give this a three point two five. Okay. I didn't even realize you could cash in feast or fire like like money in the bank. Yeah, so, it's, just, it's essentially money in the bank. But so yeah, I was not expecting it like that. Um, I do like that they came down and beat him down. Like he sent the he sent the the gang down to beat him up. Did they beat up Jer- uh, Jerry Lynn also? Jerry Lynn, like, I'd already, like, left the ring. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. I thought they were going to, like, beat everybody's ass. Like, um, I like it. I had some good heel shit, like, <laughs> first champion, beat him down, take it. Um, I don't really care about the beating him up afterwards. I'm going to go with... Nice solid four, because that 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 really caught me off guard. I didn't realize that was gonna got me. Does that count as one of your four matches left? Yes, that was one of that was one of them. Okay, uh, I'll I'll go next. Um, I'm gonna be different here. I loved it. I think I I like the fact it's it's some real good heel shit to me to take the shine away from him like damn near immediately. Like it's like. Just, just shut that whole thing down. Like, it's supposed to be this big moment for him, and they shut it down. First champion. Like, nope, fuck that. They came in there and beat him down. So I didn't really see any problems with it. Even, even with the uh, beating him up afterwards, I still didn't see that as the problem. It's just kind of just like – at that point, it's like, it's like, damn, like, really? It's like, fuck him. Like, that point. That's how I felt, at least. So, yeah, uh, pretty I'm much. And Joe's like, fuck you. Don't get up. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like – because some that's – I mean, heel shit is, is extra shit at the end of the day. So – I I gave it I gave it a solid five I, I gave it a five. Thank you. You finally got finally got the kitty five. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine. Um, I like El Cadice a lot actually. Um, 
I'll give you I'll give you a four and a half. Okay. It's probably my favorite match of the night so far. Okay, so um actually there's only one match and one segment left. So um it cuts to the back and Joy Taylor is interviewing Bianca Belair. Um Bianca, you gave it your all tonight in the Queen of the uh, Queen of the Mountain match, but you came up just short. Uh, Bianca says, yeah, I thought I had it um, a few times, but I guess tonight just wasn't my night. Um, so congratulations to Casey, but the EST of TCW will be coming for that title. Uh, Bianca smiles and just as Joy is about to thank her for her time out of nowhere, Tessa Blanchard uh, smacks Bianca from behind with a chair and then just keeps wailing out on her with the chair until the chair is bent. We then hear Tessa say, or say you cost me the title, Bianca. That t- that was my title, stupid black bitch. <laughs> Security comes over, and oh and, and, and Blanchard walks away. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Five for the audacity. Five for the audacity. Oh, I hate it. I hate that I give you a five, but I'll give you a five. Uh, so, so wait, I, knew, I was waiting for it. I was like, is he gonna what's she gonna what's she gonna say? Like I didn't know if it was gonna be that that word or another one, but <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that far. I was I wondering I was like, audacity <laughs> coins, but those are the only coins you're gonna get. <laughs> uh like you got you're the, a hater. <laughs> no, I'm not a hater. I've loved no. him. I've given the most consistent love tonight. He's but. gonna say he hates it, and then say the N word on his show later on. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, you give it, John? I'm, I'm gonna give this a buck. Like those extra okay. fifty cents. A young buck. Coins, All right, I'll take it. I'll take them. Those are the only <laughs> coins you're getting. <laughs> I'll take whatever change I can get. Courtney, like, we're toxic over here. <laughs> so wait, Travis, you really give it a five? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we asked for the toxicity, and Y'all did. there it is. Now, there it is. The, I, I'm mad the N word got. Well, not the N word. <laughs> Black bitch got fired from y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> I hate the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no, I do still like yours. Um, I'm gonna give you. Man, that's crazy. I don't even know how to feel about this. Like it's, it's like it's I know. Feel you right feel now. me? Like it's... I don't want to say like because it's it's not a five for me, but it's not like a point five for me either. Is uh, it's it's really the audacity. It's like damn. Like, it's just like <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a 3.75. It's just it's one of those things where I don't I don't know how to feel about this. Like, because before you were like, she didn't say she was racist. She was just a fan. Because that's like a black bitch. I'm like, all right. Like, like, I can't so, believe yeah. you got away with that. He did. He did. That's but I can't. No. <laughs> um. So, uh, David. Okay. Uh, this is the last match. So David Arquette announces the participants for the TCW World Championship. Um, who are, um, Some of them are going to receive automatic bids. So we have um, the Evolve Champion, Christian Cage, the NSW World Champion, Samoa Joe. Um, those titles will be absorbed into the TCW World title. They did the fusion um, dance. But it will not be a simple one-on-one match. 
Uh, we need to know who the best of the best here in TCW is. So it will be a King of the Mountain match to determine the first ever TCW world champion. So get your calculators out. Um, <laughs> the other three spots will be, ter- be determined in a series of qualifying matches. Um, Carlito beats Brock Lesnar. Um, he survives two F5s, and then he, he just beats Brock with a backstabber for the win. Um, Scott Steiner beats Goldberg with a Steiner screwdriver. Uh, Y2J beats the Great Kali with a uh, Walls of Jericho. Um, it's advertised that there will be a contract signing between all five competitors on the Go Home show, because that's like over the course of the weeks. Um, Samoa Joe's, uh, so on the Go Home show, there's a contract signing. Samoa Joe comes out and he says, I don't know why these other three are out here pointing to Carlito, Scott, and Y2J. This match should be between me and Chris K- Christian Cage, but I guess David decided to treat you all like a make-a-wish kid. Um, but, but whether it's one or it's four, it doesn't matter because I will become the first TCW world champion, and there's nothing any of you can do to stop me. Steiner says that usually... This is where I call you a fat ass or a fat piece of shit, but not this time, Joe. This time, I'm just going to call you a loser because that's what you and the rest of these punks are going to be after I climb the ladder and win the title for Team Punk. Um, Jericho says, gentlemen, you were arguing like children, which to this audience, this Detroit audience is normal since they have an average IQ of 75. So let me dumb it dumb down when I'm going to say so that these uh, sycophants can understand what I am saying. I am the best in the world at what I do. And that means Chris Jericho will be your first TCW world champion. Um, Christian Kaysden says, Chris, do us all a favor and shut the hell up. Joe is right about one thing, though. Me and him are the only world champions in that in this match. But I understand that when that bell rings, it does that doesn't matter. I've been in this sort of match before, back in my Impact days, and it's not easy. Um, Carlito laughs and says, "You've all you as world champion, not cool. Carlito as the TCW world champion. Now that." That's cool. And then bites into an apple. Um, and he's the last to sign the contract and throws it on the table. He And then he takes another bite of the apple and he spits it in uh, Scott Steiner's face. Um, Steiner uh, punches Carlito and it just uh, causes a brawl. Um, the show closes with Samoa Joe standing tall and holding both the, the Evolve and uh, NSW World Championships. So to the match itself, Scott Steiner um, comes out first wearing black t- pants with the red Team Punk logo and the chain mail over his head. Uh, um, next out is Carlito wearing the purple shorts. Jericho comes out wearing black and yellow trunks. I'm bl- sorry, black and silver trunks. Christian Cage is out next wearing black pants with uh, white zigzags. And out last is Samoa Joe wearing the red trunks. The like, red and black trunks. Ricardo uh, announces all the men. The, excuse me, the rough rings the bell. 
it starts off like kind of measured, like not as chaotic as the women's did with everyone like trying to take their spots and like circling. Um, and then Carlito throws a right hand um, on Christian and like all chaos breaks out. So um, to the spots, um, Y2J hits a spinning heel kick on um, Samoa Joe. Um, Jericho hits a backhand chops on Carlito, then Steiner, then Carlito all in a row. I'm sorry, then Christian Cage all in a row. Um, Jericho goes for a diving crossbody, but Joe just walks away um, so that he misses. Um, Samoa Joe hits a series of stiff punches on Scott, then hits a powerbomb. Scott kicks out, but Joe transitions into a a crossface hold. Scott is able to power out. Um, Scott Scott avoids the clothesline. hits a belly-to-belly suplex on Samoa Joe. Scott hits a military press drop on Jericho. Carlito hits a snap-swinging neckbreaker on Christian, followed by a springboard double-jump moonsault. Carlito goes for a running clothesline in the corner on Samoa Joe, but Joe counters with a sit-down Uranagi, followed by a running senton. Uh, Christian Cage hits a diving European uppercut on Steiner, followed by an implant DDT. Uh, Jericho slides the ladder into the ring, but Joe drop kicks it, hitting Jericho in the face with the ladder. Christian puts the ladder on his head, and he does like the spinning thing, um, and it knocks down Joe and Carlito. Jericho is on the top rope. When Steiner comes in, it hits a Steiner flatliner from the top rope and gets a pinfall win, so Steiner is eligible to win. Jericho goes into the um, the penalty box. Um, Cage runs a runs at Samoa Joe, but gets hit with a scoop slam power slam. Samoa Joe Irish whips Cage into the turnbuckle and hits a muscle buster on Cage, followed by a pin. Samoa Joe is now eligible to win. Cage is put into the um, cage. Uh, Steiner hits a Steiner screwdriver on Carlito. Jericho hits a Judas effect on Scott, followed by a code breaker for a pin. Jericho is now eligible. Jericho is climbing towards the title, but Christian cuts him off. Christian isn't eligible yet, but has but ha- needs to prevent Jericho from get, grabbing the title. Christian gets the upper hand and hits an unprettier from the ladder. Christian is crawling for the pin, but Carlito comes in and throws Christian to the outside and steals the pin on Jericho. Um, and so now Carlito is eligible. Um, Carlito goes to grab the title, but Samoa Joe grabs him and power bombs him to the floor. Uh, Joe is climbing the ladder. Christian drop kicks the ladder, sending Joe flying to the ground. There's a bridge set up on the outside, like the between the apron and the um, like the announce table. Steiner tries to hit a explorer suplex onto the ladder on Jericho, but Jericho like manages to land on his feet, and then he like jumps in and hits like a hurricane. Ro- hit, don't like a Jones back in and hits a hurricane Rana. Um, Jericho hits a lion salt and goes for the pin. Joe kicks out, but immediately he's able to like switch it into a coquina clutch. Jericho flips himself over so that he's able to like get pinned um, Jericho or Joe into a pinning predicament and he gets a pin one, two, three. Um, Joe is forced to go into the penalty box. Um, Jericho is climbing the ladder when Steiner runs up the ladder and hits a Frankensteiner off of it. Um, so yeah, Steiner runs up the ladder and hits a Frankensteiner. Later on, Carlito smashes Steiner with his own steel pipe and then drags him into the penalty box and locks the door. And he puts the key in his tight, um, in his tights to like try and get Steiner like a limit, like can't be in the match. 
um, like to keep him in the like stuck in there. Um, Jericho sees this and he helps Carlito push the cage over. So like, not only is like he have the key, but like the cage is on his side, on its side. So like where the door, like to get it open, you'd have to like get it back upright. Um, so Christian and Joe to the finish. Christian and Joe are only ones left in the ring. They're trading um, punches when, and then gut kicks Joe and goes for the Judas effect. Or Jericho kick um, gut kicks Joe and goes for the Judas effect. Um, Joe avoids it and locks in a coquina clutch. Y2J is fading and appears to have passed out. Joe lets go and kicks his body out of the ring. Uh, Joe quickly sets up the ladder and is the only one in the ring. As he's climbing, Cage jumps off, um, like does a spr- springboard onto the ladder, surprising Joe. The two traits strikes back and forth. Um, Christian looks to have the advantage and tries to superplex Joe, but Joe blocks it and he turns it into a muscle buster off the top of the ladder. Steiner is stuck in the cage and is trying to get out, but can't like, and referees are like frantically trying to help him get out, like get it back upright so he can get out. Um, uh, Carlito, who was on the outside, um, sitting like against the barricade gets up, slides in, uh, right before the referees manage to get Steiner out because like everybody else is laid out. Um, Carlito climbs up the ladder and grabs the TCW world championship. So Carlito is your TCW world champion. Um, as he's celebrating, Steiner gets in the ring and into his face and he extends his hand for a handshake. Carlito shakes his hand. As Scott says, congrats. Um, as he tries, he turns to leave the ring Carlito immediately hits him with a backstabber, smirks, and then has one of the workers hand him an apple. He then spits the apple in Steiner's face. Jordan and Petey come out to help, um, but they get attacked from behind while they're coming up from the up the ramp by Mil, Mil Mark Mertes and Rebby Sky. Um, Little Pump comes out with a chair and he swings that at Mill, who just eats the, the shot grabs him, and then throws him off the stage. Uh, Rebby and Muertes um, throw um, Jordan and Petey into the ring, uh, and Mill hits a double choke slam on those two, um, and le- they leave Team Pump laid out. The show closes with Carlito holding the title with Mill and Rebby behind him. That ending was random as hell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, I liked Carlito winning, but I didn't like the new faction forming and the whole, like... I didn't like Scott Steiner being that much of a babyface. Even when he's a babyface, he's not that much of one. He don't shake hands in defeat. Um, hmm. I like King of the Mountain matches. I like some of the spots. I like who won. I hated everything after. <laughs> also, one thing, everyone, Rebby, um, Muertes, and Carlito are all Puerto Rican. I, I also, I, I figured that was why they were connect- connected. Oh. oh you, already, you already did that with Italians? And you And the Tesla segment. Uh, I don't like this, uh, 
This playground you're doing, Damone, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> TCW is literally prison. <laughs> yeah, it is. TCW the Oakland, is segregated. It's the Oakland yeah. Raiders of fucking wrestling. <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, I don't like where this is going. I can't. I like parts, but I can't vibe with it too much. I'm going to go with the 2.75. Oof. Keith, Kenny, Travi. I was gonna say I liked, I liked where the pay per view was headed. Like I liked the second half of the pay per view, but I didn't like this though. Uh, like I, I, I tell it back. I, I liked, I liked the match, even though it's a confusing match. I did like, I did like the spots you had in it. Yeah, I did like Carlito. I, I did like Carlito winning as well. That was different, and I always felt like he should have been world champion yeah. as well. Um. But yeah, it was like as soon as he won, it was just like it went downhill for me. It was like I see, I I know I saw what you were trying to do, but I didn't, I didn't really like it. <sighs> I'm trying to think of the appropriate number for this because it wasn't like agreed, just like hey, I'm gonna give him a one or point five. I just think, but it wasn't I'm gonna go five. With, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a three point five. I'm with three point five. Okay, I'll take it. So I liked it all for the most part. I think the ending could have been a little polished. Like the like if you'd have had uh, Team Pump come out and help like flip the cage and just be out there and then they get attacked. Yeah, I guess I could have had make... them like try and like trying to like use their strength to like reflip the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could almost turn Team Pump into like almost like not quite as good as the rude ones, but like a little I don't know, show the little vulnerability as far as being like, I don't know, try, right there, trying to flip them over together. Like, power together. Like, you know what I mean? But I feel like the ending could have, because it could have just come out of, it kind of came out of nowhere. I don't dislike it, but it didn't feel like it wasn't great. Okay. I'll go. I'll go with a 3.75 as well. Okay. $3.75. Damn, I came out a hater. I didn't even mean to be. Well, you are. So. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it's like that, man. Sometimes <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. Let me just give it a... I'm going to give you a five. What? Hey. Oh. Closing the show with a Travi five. <laughs> You're the weirdest motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what you pop for is these last couple. <laughs> it's the audacity for me. <laughs> Man, I, I gotta do like a, an execution on my show or something. That's an easy Travis fight. <laughs> no, no. I don't, know, I don't think Harry Potter got, hey, got hey. like damn near a point five. Yeah, so. So yeah. how much audacity is the right amount, Travis? Not quite. This Carlito... Audacity is good. Demon, death demon is too far. That's too much too seasoning. Far. Too yeah, much yeah, seasoning. Too yep. much audacity. Yep. <laughs> too much audacity. As long as your back ain't stinking after the match, you get that far from Travis. Travis <laughs> <laughs> don't want that stinky back. But yeah, that's one stinky back. That's that's uh, that was that was, that, was judge, that was Judgment Day. It got judged all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just two face ass, two face ass arena setting. 
<laughs> he kept leaning so, more to that, toward that devil side. Yeah, we saw the, we saw the arena slowly turn like red and black instead of instead of white <laughs> like it was before. That would that would be a cool effect. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was the pay per view. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna do plugs. So we'll start with Travi. Follow me on all social media at I am Travi T. That's at I am T R A V V Y T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, bad guy. Um, bad guy spoken on all social media. Um, check out my podcast on um, the Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube's. And um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, John, I'm assuming you're just gonna make a fart noise. <laughs> uh, uh, I between I be TikToking, so you can follow me on both. Um, at dumb money t13, so D A M O N E Y T number one, the number three, so dumb money t13. Um, and the key, you can rap, but you can do the final stuff. You can follow me at late night Keith on TikTok and or Twitter. Uh, you can follow Book It at Book It T13 on Twitter or go to our Facebook page, T13 Media on Facebook, where you can keep up to date on all of our shows, Book It, Debatable, Bad Guy, all of them. We're all there. Or you can head on over to T13Media.com and find everything T13 Media, including our store where you can get any kind of merch that you could possibly imagine. We have everything that you can slap a logo on and then some head on over there check it out while you're on the internet check out organicleaven.com use promo code t1three like the sound the bed makes for 10 percent off of your next order uh rep sports r-e-p-p-s-p-o-r-t-s.com to get uh promo code t1three for 15 percent off of your next order of better tastier energy uh they also have like dietary supplements Things like that. I've been exploring some of our some of our sponsors' websites, and they've got a lot more than what we think. So if you just go on there, you're bound to find something that you need within your daily routine. Okay. Um. So that's been this episode of Book It. Bye.